Hey, it's Target the Party. He's Bill. I'm Daniel. We're going to fill our pop culture home with various pieces of media we missed the first time around. Get right. Blast through this. Get to it. Rock'em, sock'em, robots. Get to talking right to the movie we're going to talk about today because there's no way to use this movie to introduce this movie. It's a boy. Yeah, it's... Bill, Bill what is boy? Favorite, favorite hit of 2010, Taika Waititi's Boy, which everyone knows and loves. It's their favorite mm-hmm. E.T.-type film. It's yep. a cultural touchstone for us all. It's a yep. movie that no one no one seems to know about unless you're a hardcore Taika Waititi fan. Um, yep. Yeah, I chose this because... I certainly have never heard of it. Yeah. Um, I, I chose this because I've seen a couple other Taika Waititi movies. Uh, Taika Waititi being the guy who just directed Thor Ragnarok. And he also did What We Do in the Shadows, which is a really funny vampire comedy that came out just a couple years ago. It was a Kickstarter film, too. It was... It was Surprisingly good for a movie that was backed on Kickstarter. And he also did Hunt for the Wilder People. And he's done a couple comedies that I saw and they were pretty good. And I've always heard people rave about this. Um, this boy is not his first film, but I think it was his breakthrough film. And yeah. the, of all the films of his that I have not seen, this is the one I've heard people rave about the most. So I figured, yeah, with Thor having just come out, I thought this might be a good chance to dive into Taika Waititi's back catalog and see what the fuck this is about and there's not that much here this is a very slight <laughs> little film it's not bad it's, but it's a little slow it's very slight it's very yeah. slight it's kind of impressionistic a little bit there's not much of a plot there's a butter this is the other thing there's a lot of funny gags in the movie but they're like little sight gags and little interstitials that don't translate to our formula for talking about movies yeah a lot of it's like oh and then he had a fantasy about blowing up the truck, it's, and then the truck turned into a cartoon and exploded. Yeah, like a little kid drawing. It, 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 at the end of my notes taking for it, I, I said that it's a movie that makes you go, <laughs> instead of just laughing. Exactly, yeah. It's and a it, <laughs> movie. Yeah, and it doesn't help that it's super twee as shit. Yeah, this is definitely in the in the strong bad pile of types of movies. It's definitely an indie film, not an independent film. You could totally... You could totally tell that, like, the, 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 you, you could imagine the film trailer just from watching the first five minutes of the movie where it's going to be the title written in crayon, there's a ukulele mm-hmm. soundtrack, mm-hmm. you know, it looks and sounds like an Ikea commercial. Um, yep. it's not, again, not, we're not disparaging it, the it, film itself, but it, it very, it specific. only avoided the city, comma, state title. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The, 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 I mean, the real thing that makes this movie unique is that it's about a bunch of, kids maori kids in new zealand and that kind of like but if this were this is like napoleon dynamite for indigenous it, people it zealand, really yes yeah it really had a napoleon dynamite feel to it oh i shouldn't the, say that because i've never actually the, seen napoleon dynamite i have it it doesn't have all the baggage of napoleon dynamite where everybody's like oh my gosh napoleon dynamite it's the funniest thing I've that's ever exactly what and i've seen like five minute clips it. of napoleon dynamite and it didn't look terrible, but for as much as people jerk off about that movie, I was yeah. like, I don't know. Cause it's about, That's I, pretty much it. Yeah. It's a funny movie, but it's not worth all the, oh, that yeah. people That's the terrible thing it. about slight little movies that can be entertaining, but then they get oversold so much by hardcore fans that, like, when you finally do get around to seeing it, you're like, really, that's it? That's all? And, and yeah. Napoleon Dynamite and this, 
I can recognize as well-made films that are entertaining, mm-hmm. but they are not the type of movie I typically enjoy. Yeah. Like, I can say, objectively, this is a good movie, and I did kind of enjoy watching it, but at the same time, I would never watch this on my own, and I, I wouldn't feel lessened for not watching yeah you're not gonna I, I, it's not a fun it's not an entertaining movie it's not like a fun movie like it's like kind of yeah, like doing homework it's, a little bit it's just it it's it's not for me and yeah. that's that's shitty because it is i can tell it's a good decent movie but it does i don't know if disjointed's a little bit the term i'd go for but it does feel like it's it's very straight of consciousness a couple different movies that they're just like now we'll do that just because it it like the little drawing things where they like the little brother uses his superpowers and it turns into a drawing that happens a couple times but it doesn't feel like it happens frequently enough yeah the movie kind of forgets about it after a while and or or boy having his fantasies about what's happening like it happens like three or four times but not often enough that you're like oh okay it's another fantasy yeah it doesn't become like a structural element which not all movies have to follow that kind of thing where like if you introduce like no. an affectation or a structural element, it's consistent throughout the film. But that's kind of leads to the stream of consciousness. Feels like this movie is kind of just thrown together on a whim. That's part of the thing that kind of makes this movie feel like. I'm assuming it's Taika Waititi. I looked up, tried to look up stuff about the making of this film, and I couldn't find anything about what specifically inspired this film, other than mm. Taika Waititi grew up in the same place where this film was shot, and he was this character, you know, the main character, same age when the movie movie takes place, but like. Yeah, I don't know, like, if Taika Waititi had, had a fucked up <laughs> wannabe biker dad or anything and, like that. Well, and yeah, so, and I, it, it seems like he was more more interested in capturing the spirit of a time and place than actually t- telling, like, a cohesive story in a conventional way, which is fine, but... I think that's just... That's the thing about these types of films, these indie films that are like this. I think that's just kind of how they are. They're just trying to tell a small little story that takes place over a couple days or whatever. And that's fine for what it is. It's just not typically my cup of tea. Well, even, like... Well, this is actually one of my last notes that I took. I was like, how... how, What is the timeline of this fucking film? Because it's so kind of rambling it feels like it takes place over the course of weeks or even maybe even months but uh it takes place over like a weekend where like the grandma is away at a funeral so it couldn't be that long but it's yeah it's one of those things where like and i know the whole point it's not supposed to be like a hardcore fiction like adhering to a timeline but it's just like a very kind of dreamlike and it's like yeah it doesn't follow a convention conventional narrative so it can be a little a little bit of a chore to get through if you're not totally in the mood to watch something like this but yeah, I, w- I was, I, I mean, I, and so that's boy. Uh, what are we t- talking about next week? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I was really dreading it, but thankfully it was not. Yeah, because when I brought this up, dread. you were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "It's, <laughs> it's the latest hit film from Taika Waititi," and you're like, yeah. "Is that a Transformer? What the fuck?" Are you I thought I had a stroke. <laughs> I, I didn't say that, but, but no, yeah. yeah, your whole attitude towards it was like, Meh. "Yeah, I was very, very meh about the whole thing." Anyway, uh, but, yeah, but it, yeah, it starts with very indie like breaking credit. sugar cane or something. <laughs> messing with some plastic. Okay. Um, uh, it starts with very indie hand drawn credits. Exactly. I mean, yeah, that I forgot that happened, but that's it's it's what you expect if you pick up this this movie at the video store and look at the cover. It's gonna be that kind of start to the movie. It's fitting right in with all the tropes that these kind of movies do. Yeah. Um, and there's a quote, you could be happy here, we could grow up together. 
E.T. the extraterrestrial. Oh, which which I I knew what that was even before they they, they told you what it was. Which is funny. And I I, then... I was like I don't remember E.T. saying that at all. Yeah, that's what Elliot says that to E.T. right before he leaves. I know, Bill. That was the joke. It was uh, the joke I... was that E.T. said it to Elliot. <laughs> he says it halfway through when Elliot's just about to go out and get a coke, and he, uh, <laughs> E.T. is really worried that he's just like leaving the house entirely. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. yeah. But Elliot said that to E.T. and E.T.'s like, "I'm like 80." I'm trying to think uh, of how that like ties into the rest of the film, other than just being kind of like a tone poem. It's correct for the period, correct for the time, but like, I guess I, it, I guess maybe that's kind of like what Taika Taika Waititi's saying to his father figure or something like that. I guess, but yeah. But it's 1984, mm-hmm. and who am I? And get ready for a ton of exposition on this this character dumped on you. Oh god, how do they even do this? I already forgot. I just watched this movie literally before we recorded. <laughs> his name is Boy. Okay. And welcome to that interesting world. Oh, he and his like house. real name is like Flarsum Larsum. His name real name is Flarsum Larsum. <laughs> Named after boy. the place Flarsum Larsum. Yeah. He lives in a house with his grandma and his cousins. Is he just in uh, school giving like a presentation about something or Yeah. His six-year-old brother, Rocky, who okay. thinks he has superpowers, but he doesn't. Which, then There's they all... cut into, like, I think that's the first time they show the cartoon animation. Yeah, maybe. Uh, he's got a friend who does gardening for his dad, which is picking marijuana in the fields to yeah. sell because his dad's a drug dealer. Yeah, and I guess or... what her name's... Her. Her name's yeah. Dynasty? And her s- I, I... she's got a sister named Dallas and a yeah. younger sister named Falcon Crest. Yeah, I which had is issues. simultaneously hilarious and also indie movie as fuck. <laughs> I had issues telling what gender the kids were just because so many of them have long hair. Yeah, and they're right at that age where if a kid has long hair, you're like, I don't know what kind of gender that is. Yeah, all the characters currently, like, all a lot of the kids in this movie are essentially like Animal Crossing characters. If they don't have the right kind of hat, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I know what you're talking. <laughs> about. It's not necessarily because like you know they're. They're they Maori or anything like that, but it's just yeah, everyone's just kind of genderless bumming around, and yeah, everyone's kind of just mopey long hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so the his aunt is a postal worker. She also drives the bus and runs the local store. She's got all the jobs. Not that you. It's funny the he goes into this thing about the aunt's aunt. I thought the aunt would be a bigger character in the movie, but no, she shows up like for one more scene, like two thirds of the way through the movie, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. His original name was Al Adim. Uh, no, uh, not Adim. Al Amin. Which I think uh, is also name- his father's name? Yeah, it's, it's named after his dad, and it's yeah. also someplace, probably where his dad was born or something. I don't know. Yeah. And he also loves the shit out of Michael Jackson. Thriller came out, and it's fucking awesome. Which I do love his little. Uh, I in situations like this, I always wonder if they get the kid actor to actually draw all the. It's, a, it's the same thing that happens in a lot of Wes Anderson movies, where like the kid is is drawing a lot of the, uh, drawings of the thing that he likes so much, and so of course this kid has a bunch of terrible, terrible little kid drawings of Michael Jackson all over yeah. his wall. Along with I hope Michael so because Jackson posters. Adults trying to draw like kids always looks like shit. Yeah, and that's that. Like, not in the little kid shitty way. It just looks bad. Yeah, that is one of the things that Wes Anderson does pretty well, is if a kid has supposed to have drawn something. Unless he gets his brother to do it, which sometimes that looks a little artificially fey, that 
but typically he's i think he t- actually does get kids to actually draw the, the yeah one kid mm. and that seems to be the thing yeah his dad isn't home right now but his dad's fucking awesome he's a master wood carver deep sea diver captain of the rugby team and when oh, he gets home, he's gonna take Boyd to the city to see Michael Jackson. And you, you see, like, he was also a war vet. They oh, show yeah, a little a thing vet. where he does like a big haka dance to scare off a bunch of like World War One soldiers. And it's it's the director Taika Waititi like doing a stupid dance and you know. yeah, and you see him like doing others. That what how Boy pictures his father, his his uh, idyllic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, idealized, it, and it's a quick little montage that's a little bit like is, Rush, yeah. like uh, Max Fisher at the beginning of Rush War kind of thing. Not to yeah. keep it's gonna be hard not to keep on equating like bits and pieces to like very specific uh, uh, Wes Anderson stuff, but that's the vibe of not everything in this movie. But yeah, <laughs> not for me. Yeah. Oh, you're not a Wes Anderson fan. I've seen one Wes Anderson movie and I hated it to death. Oh, which one? Royal Tenenbaums. Okay, that's, I thought that movie was fine, but. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. A bunch of sad white rich people being sad about how rich and white We're they are. We're millionaires. Oh, I'm mean, hmm. I'm in love with my sister. I'm gonna sit here and listen to this to this <laughs> whatever the fuck indie band was hot in 2002. Yeah, Brr, yeah. I, 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 I. I not gonna say I don't like Wes Anderson because I'd have to see one of his movies that other people seem to enjoy more. Well, yeah, you would but... have to actually get like more than one point of data on, yeah. on and, and chart <laughs> your feelings about him rather than just like that one piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's been this whole exposition dump was to his class. It's him telling his class what his life is like, and then, and then he's like, then and he's that's like, me, I'm boy, and then he sits down, and then he says, what? My dad. He buried a troll beneath this tree 200 years ago, and it could only be fought with Miak. Mm, and then the Sanderson yep. sisters will return in 300 years if uh, the black light candles lit by a virgin. And this we seem to talk about a lot of movies on this podcast where there's exposition by a child giving a uh uh an essay in class, but maybe it's just a or not scared stupid. But anyway, go ahead. Maybe. Uh, and so, another, he sits down, another kid that's behind him is like, your dad is in overseas, he's in jail. And all these kids are gonna have British accents, because I can't do a New Zealander accent. <laughs> I, I've listened to enough British stuff and watched enough BBC shows and things like that. I am completely attuned to, uh, UK accents. New yeah. Zealand accents, on the other hand... Like I was like, what the fuck is anyone saying in this movie for like the <laughs> oh, first there, yeah, there were a couple, there were a couple times I had to go back and re-listen to a part because I was like, I don't know what the fuck that sentence was. Well, especially these kids are really muckle mouthed and kind of like mumbly and stuff a lot of times. So yeah. it's all like, hey, who could be a Timbuktu? And you're like, boy does boy does not like to enunciate exactly. Yeah, and so yeah, this kid who says like, your mom had AIDS. Well, Edlin. the other kid's like, your dad is in overseas, he's in jail, he's in the same cell block as my dad. And so boy tells him, no he's not, he dug out. He broke out, he dug out with a spoon, and beat up the guards, and he throws a spoon into the guard's eye, and the guard dies. Which, and yeah, li- it's, Another it, little, like, vision of his dad breaking out. It is pretty funny, though. Which I thought, like, at this point, I was like, okay, this is gonna be the movie, it's gonna be him, like, having these little dr- dream sequences of how stuff works, but it, nope. Yeah, it kind of really. stops after a while. Which 
which kind of makes yeah. sense because his dad actually does show up and the whole point of the movie is him learning that his dad is not this idealized figure that he has projected but it's still that's as a result the movie does become less like surface level entertaining and becomes more of just like okay the kids gonna have to learn a lesson but that also means the movie's gonna be less fun from now on yeah so there's also a girl in boys class that he's in his, enjoys staring at while chanting look at me look at me look at me look at me she as, does not look at him as a lo- as all guys do yeah it's 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 a hot like 16 year old named chardonnay chardonnay yeah. which i do mm-hmm. like everyone else in this town it's like dipship names but she's chardonnay yeah <laughs> and it, i thought also just because he was such a like over-the-top character i thought his teacher was going to be more of a presence in the movie but this well, is the only scene like? he's in he it was the guy with the big like mustache oh kind of that's right chubby. yeah big kind of he's chubby guy a- yeah yeah, because because they're like all like fuck you, and he's like, well, fuck you back, and just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he's got the slide projector and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm assuming later, yeah. that like this is just a bunch of crazy characters that Taika Waititi either knew from his old neighborhood or like knew these kinds kinds of people. So like he just it was just easy making very kind of memorable, fun secondary characters with like these crazy like character actors, I guess. But yeah, yeah. And then he's outside with during recess with his friends, talking about how a man's got to do what something when he's if he's interested in a lady. I'll get through a sentence. Don't you worry. And one of his friends you're tells still him more that, coherent than anyone in the film. <laughs> hey, we get more. One of his friends tells him that because he just keeps staring at her, saying, "Look at me, look at me, look at me." And then one of his other friends says that you gotta do what I do. Tell them you're afraid of undies. And then when they want you to go away, they'll show you the undies. Which I thought was actually pretty clever. I guess so, yeah. Which, what, how stupid do you have to be as a girl to fall for that repeatedly? I don't know. Uh, I know that's the joke. So Chardonnay walks by them. Boy builds up courage and says, hey Chardonnay. She turns around. And he asks her if she wants to see some Michael Jackson moves. She shrugs. So he tries he, the moonwalk. He did. And, does and some... by moonwalk, he walks backwards and then twirls around and just kind of flails for three minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it I, is pretty cute. He did these moves at the Grammys. Yeah. Which I did. Like, that's how he tops it off. Like, that's his. Yep. Yeah. And she just. <laughs> then the, yeah. There's, a, there's an awkward silence. And he says, I'm afraid of undies. Which, nice. that's a good topper to that. Like, that's a great way to go out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm afraid of undies. That's going on my tombstone. And... <laughs> I'm afraid of undies. And there's, there's just going to be a pile of underwear on yeah. your tombstone. No, it's going to be inexplicable, just like an etching of this kid doing a Michael Jackson <laughs> dance. <laughs> it's just the it gonna be... I'm We're going to see on TV those... Those old advertisements for Tombstone Pizza. What do oh, you yeah. want your tombstone? And you'll just pop out of the screen and say, Undies! Uh, I'm, I'm afraid of undies. <laughs> and then break dance into my grave. <laughs> and that, then they're back in class. That scene's over. Yeah. And uh, the teacher wants to know, he's showing him a projection of a slide, a slide with a goat when its face is all fucked up. And he's like, what kind of disease is this goat got? 
And one of the kids in the teacher uh, says AIDS because it was the 80s. <laughs> well, I mean, then we, I mean, you're talking to a guy whose uh, online user handle is still Mr. AIDS. Like, I was like, well, that, that, that is air-appropriate humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the teacher says, kids can't get AIDS, only gays get AIDS. One of the <laughs> other kids I'm... says... <laughs> this movie's a documentary because that was the, the yeah. that, that's what people thought back then. But yeah, he is gay. He's always hanging out with boy, uh, which boy hooks back with. He points at the side and says, "It looks like that time when you shit your pants. Remember that time?" I love this. Sounds like a Dickensian orphanage. Yeah, what's all this then? Sounds like the kid and from the H&R te- Puff and stuff. The teacher's just going along with it, like, yeah, 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 the time he shit his pants, sure. He's he's not really intervening or stopping any of this, he's just, like, yelling back at them and everything. Yeah. So, uh, the teacher asks, here who, here who, ha, now who here has heard of the plague? And the kid sitting behind boy says, you mum at it, and I fuck you! And he upturns his desk and starts attacking the other kid. Yeah. You know, I kind of wonder if the teacher not being a strong like adult influence supposed to be like part of the vibe of the film that there doesn't seem to be any real parental influence in this film at all like it almost seems like lord of the flies a little bit where these there's no adult supervision in this world at all really like yeah, even the few adults you see they're, a... they're all a wall or they're, they're they're as fucked up as the kids and yeah well, yeah, where are all of the parents of the other cousins that Grandma's watching? Yeah, because they're, like... They, and living the, at her house. The place the boy lives at, it is, like, an actual orphanage, practically, because there are, like, 12 kids there. Yeah. And you never see any I mean, adults. he's got the one aunt. Yeah, but... Yeah, but the, I thought she would interact with kids more, especially if she's supposed to live nearby, but... Yeah, I don't know, it's, it's kind of... The living situation there is kind of confusing, but... Yeah. yeah. So boy gets taken to the principal, which means he's gonna have to buff the floors with a floor buffer after school. And he's terrible with it too, because he's too small to actually control it properly, which I thought was. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the teacher walks out of the room, or a principal—I don't know which one it is—just yeah. some white New Zealander. He's like, "Oh, you want to talk about it? He made fun of me, mum." And he says, "People call me white honky all the time. I don't go punching them." Why not? Because they're usually children. <laughs> that was great. I know, yeah. it's, uh, it's interesting, too, because, like, he's also, like, one of, like, maybe three white faces you see in the whole movie, too, which I thought was kind of cool. And yeah. the fact that he specifically gets called honky a lot, I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy asks him what potential is, but he's like, I'm off the clock. And he doesn't. He doesn't tell. Him. He is there plays. an impetus for as to why boys so hung up on on potential? I don't remember there I was being one, to see but if... I might have not noticed. Yeah, unless somebody mumbles it to him earlier in the film and I didn't pick it up. I I don't know what the start of that hook in the film is because yeah, it, it's a run. Either. It's one of the few running things that runs consistently throughout this film, and yeah, it's never really set up. He just constantly is asking people what what potential means and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, so the guy tells him to finish up the last corner and go home. But when boys leave in the school later, he, uh, the kid that he attacked, his older brother grabs him and tells him that if he touches his brother again, he'll kick both his nuts off, and then he'll have none. Yes, that that's how that works. Thank you for being redundant with the, your threat. And also, the kids are terrible. <laughs> this is the other funny thing is obviously none of these kids are professional actors. 
And all these line readings are terrible. But in a, in a charming way, that kind of works for the film, though. Yeah. You know. I'd rather have that than, like, precious, like, child acting. Which, yeah. that could be way worse than any kind of, like, just, yeah, amateur. Just like, hey. Yeah, and, and it's maybe it's that I never had to defend my younger sibling from bullies, but I'd like to think I'm savvy enough that I would have been like, if 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 I had a little brother and one of his peers attacked him, I'd be like, why? What do? You, what did you do? Yeah. Why do you? Why? Why you were you being an asshole? Especially because you've never confronted him before. Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, what we try to get a more holistic view of the situation rather than just being knee jerk. But hey, what are you doing, with my brother? Yeah, but that's adult hey. me talking. I I might have been more rash when I was that's true too. twelve or whatever these kids are. I don't know. Yeah. Oh no. So, so later, so. boy's brother is hanging out at their mother's grave, showing off his drawings of his superpowers that he got. Well, of course, uh, brother, like their mother's grave is like super crazy painted up. It's like this tiny little graveyard that's like only like maybe the size of a small like driveway. Or, like, very yeah. tiny, part, like, three-car parking lot or something like that. And, mm -hmm. yeah, her grave, presumably, I guess, painted by the younger son, has is all crazed up, like, psychedelic flowers and butterflies and shit all over it. Yeah. In a very twee way. <laughs> yep. Uh, boy comes and gets him. They go home, eat dinner, watch some TV. Boy talks to his goat named Leaf about how there was a big rumble at school. Most of the children were involved, but he was the goat has a name. Because he's a good boy. Yeah. And how his girlfriend Chardonnay invited him back to her place, but he's a good boy, so he didn't go or whatever. Then a car with three dudes roll up in it. And, and it's... It's... It's weird because it's... Uh, there's even the point where they like the little line paper drawing mm -hmm. of the car rolling up with a bunch of red eyes in it and stuff. Yeah. And it, it just, it, I felt like they were trying to keep that theme going, but it kind of stops for a while. After yeah, this, this, this may be the like last instance you see it in a while. I did like this moment just because it's showing uh, the potential, it's kind of foreshadowing what a potential danger these three guys are. I mean, it turns, the situation turns very quick into, obviously these guys are not necessarily bad guys, but I do yeah. like the little inference that like, boy seeing these guys as a potential threat or boy i don't know is it all seen through the no, it's more through the eyes of rocky more than when whenever you see the cartoon stuff it's more rocky's perspective than, yeah. than boys i think so yeah and so whereas boy is once he realizes it's his father he's all looking up i like rocky maintains like this this kind of sentence sets uh rocky's perspective isn't even before he realizes that this is his own dad like these guys are troublemakers and yeah 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 which i don't know if that, cars, how intentional that is or anything like that but i did like yeah. that that kind of sets Rocky's got, perspective on a different path than, than boys but yeah yeah car's got three dudes in it yeah. one of them is boy's dad he's like oi what's your name hey, boy and he says a real name and he's like i'm your dad and they shake hands scintillating conversation in this film that's that's a good sign when your dad shakes your hand and asks you how he's been after he hasn't been around for, like, fucking six, seven years. It almost seems like yeah. he's been away for a lot longer than just six years. Because he, like, doesn't even recognize anybody. He's just, like, it seems like no. this is the first time he's shown up in, like, 15 years or something. 
Well, however old Rocky is. Yeah, although that becomes a thing later. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess he had to be so, there to get the mom pregnant, so at least it's been like yeah. six years and nine months, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he asked where Boy's grandma is, but she's out of town, someone died, and she had to go to the funeral. Yeah, I do like his way of asking, too, because he's like, hey, where's mom? Not your mom, my mom. Yeah. So, he, Boy calls Rocky over to say hello to their dad, it's all very awkward. Uh, he's like, these are my two mates, Juju and Choppa. Forgot their names. <laughs> I think that's the only time they're mentioned by name. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because, so... like, Juju and Chopper are just, like, super just, like, they're not acting anyway. They're just there to fill up sp- space in the car, whereas, like, Taika, Taika Waititi's been kind of, like, kind of goofy and, like, yeah, his energy doesn't necessarily match the, the energy of his of his mates. It's... Well, how sad and pathetic are these dudes that they hung their hat on... On this fucktard. On on this guy <laughs> and wanted to join his gang. Like, you could totally understand why uh, Boy gets 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 sw- uh, sh- swindled by this guy, because he already he's already coming in with loaded expectations as to what his father is going to be like anyway. But then, like, mm-hmm. any, any self-respecting adult, even if you're a fucked up criminal in jail, should be able to look at this guy... And, like, once you're out of jail, go, you know, we're going to go on a different way. <laughs> Wherever you're headed in life is not a place I want to be. But, yeah. Yeah. So, Boy asks them if they'd like a cup of tea. Smash cut to them drinking in the car. <laughs> I thought that was, that was one of my favorite jokes in the film. Is that, like, <laughs> yeah. they don't go inside. They just Boy just <laughs> brought some tea out to the car. Yeah. yeah. But then they get invited inside. Yeah. Because I, I guess they're vampires. They can't enter into, unless they're <laughs> Which, hey, It is a prequel to what we do in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. Awkward conversations happen. Yeah, awkward, awkward, awkward. Like, yeah, that's like the Juju or, Yeah, Juju or Chopper's like, there's lots of doorknobs in here. Could melt them down. That's, if I was a thief, I'd steal them, melt them down, sell them for copper. It, it, then they get presents from Dad. Real milk. Oh, boy. Which we did see earlier when Boy's making dinner for all the other kids. He's dumping milk powder into water. I yeah, was like, oh, God, milk. that sounds disgusting. And then I do like the kids yeah, are excited by real milk. I have never gotten to experience powdered milk. That seems like some kind of depression age, MRE, like third world shit. <laughs> like, I know. I, I know guess when all you've got is water. In... Yeah. I, I, thankfully, we always had milk. Yeah. So, uh, so they get real milk. They get a microwave, which the kids treat like a TV. I do uh, like that one of the younger kids has a TV remote and is sitting in yeah. front of it, like clicking the buttons, but nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bike, which some roller skates, fuzzy coats, and all this stuff is coming out of the trunk of the car. Is this insane? Yeah, like they stole all this stuff and they're just using. That's kind of the vibe i got and since they're kind of i don't know if part of the joke is that birds. like not none not there's no way in hell all of this stuff would have fit the trunk of the car but like yeah mm, it's it's i don't know yeah not quite sure yeah yeah I, you're not supposed to be thinking about it that hard but yeah, yeah. i just one of those things where i couldn't tell if that was just jo- just a joke that didn't land or something i i, I think i think the stuff was stolen i don't think it was necessarily a joke i think it was just yeah. 
But even then, if it's all stolen, it's the most. It's all a bunch of petty stuff. Except for maybe the microwave would have been worth something in 1984. But like, yeah, yeah, a bike, children's roller skates, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. fuzzy coat for his girl cousin with like padded, fuzzy pink padded, uh, um. Handcuffs. handcuffs yeah which yeah. was the, they weren't stealing entirely just from children yeah yeah uh dad shows some sweet sparkler tricks i do i don't this were is sparklers hot in the 80s <laughs> this is uh, i get hey man these people were impressed by actual real milk they, <laughs> i suppose that's true i'm surprised they didn't like think that like taika watiti was a demon for producing fire out of his pocket with a lighter <laughs> Um, but yeah, I do love his way of entertaining the kids before sending them off to bed is just to randomly draw shit in the air with a sparkler. And this is something I've never actually seen anyone do before where they actually managed to capture exactly what it is that he's writing and or drawing with the sparkler in the air. Mm. And you see at one point he says, <laughs> he says it says like, fuck the world. And then, so, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. well, it's backwards because he's just writing "fuck the world" from his his perspective. So you have to like, you know, you have to kind of look to see exactly what it is that he wrote. And yeah, like a monster yeah. face and a couple other things. And he's drawing one last thing, and suddenly the sparkler goes out halfway through, and then he's just like, "I think he, I, he, I guess he had a pack of like two or three sparklers, and then he just gives the uh, the the rest of the pack of the sparklers to boy and puts him to bed." Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, he tell his. Boy's dad tells him, I'll cut your hair someday, make you look like Michael Jackson. I've seen through that ten times. And you know, for nineteen the nineteen eighties, ten times doesn't seem like a lot of times to have seen Thriller. Yeah. Cause all you had to do that was shit put was on everywhere. HBO for two hours and you'd see it in ten times. Within that <laughs> I, th- I feel like they played it in the sky when it first came out. <laughs> it just shit was unavoidable. It just beamed everywhere. Um uh, man, I I thought I thought we thought Thriller was like 1985 as opposed to 84, but I, I guess I could be wrong. Um, also, this sets up the thread of I can't remember if before Boy's dad shows up, but does Boy mention that he thinks his dad's gonna take him to a Michael Jackson concert someday, or is this get set up here? Yeah, no, he mentions that in the classroom that his dad is gonna come home and take him. To see yeah, because later on, towards the end of the movie, after uh, Boy's dad has burnt through all his goodwill with Boy. Like, the, the promise of taking to Michael Jackson is pretty much the last thing you have to fall on, and that falls through there. That kind of, that's the final collapse of the relationship. But yeah, it's kind of setting that up here a little bit. Not that it gets really brought up that often for the rest of the film, but it actually does get brought up again. It is a little bit yeah. of a check this gun. But. Yeah. Dad leaves, and the brothers have a conversation. Rocky asks how their parents met, and Boy tells them some story I don't remember. And yeah. it's shown that she died in childbirth, giving birth to Rocky. And it you does actually what, show him, see, there's a flashback it's, it's, of, yeah. Yeah, boy looking around the corner of the door with his dad and grandma crying at the foot of the bed. Uh, this, blood is, this is like the one flashback in the whole movie that's not supposed to be funny, so partially, well, all you see is his mom's feet, and the whole mm. room is all bloody and stuff, and like Taika Waititi's like falling apart, like, and, and like, I guess uh, Taika Waititi's mom is there crying. And I almost expected, like, some kind of cartoony geyser of blood to shoot out from the bed. Because, you know, everything else up until this point, whenever you see a flashback or anything like that, so so twee that, like, I kind of expected it here. But, no, this is the first time the movie's really kind of gone flat serious for a moment. Yeah. yeah. Boy also makes up some stories about how awesome their dad was to Rocky. And 
that all happens. Uh, and then uh, later... I do love the idea uh, that Rocky, despite mm. never being... Presumably had never having really met his father, can see through his father's bullshit better than Boy can. Bo- Boy's right at that age where he's been able to kind of, like, talk himself into believing all this shit about his dad, even though... Yeah, it's, it's that's kind of one of the more interesting things about this movie to me, but that's... Yeah. yeah, but that's that's never rightly highlighted in the film, and I don't know how intentional that was. Anyway, yeah. cool. Later, Boy and Rocky are hanging out on the shore of the river, and Boy says, "There's that mental bloke," and throws some rocks at him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> God, about this guy. Yeah, there you it go. It is like this I... big. Uh, who's the fat guy from? Uh, it's like this big Tor Johnson kind of guy. Mm. Yeah, bald headed. <laughs> Just kind of, yeah, just kind of like stomping around the rocks, like picking up sticks and stones and stuff like that. Not, not, not quite sure what's going on, but like, yeah, Rocky has a good time kind of like torturing him and teasing him. Oh, is, is he using, trying to use his magic powers on the guy no, yet, or is that later? Rocky doesn't know. Boy throws rocks at him. Rocky, oh, okay. boy tells him to throw rocks, but Rocky doesn't. Oh, okay. Uh, and no, he doesn't use his powers on him yet. Uh, and then later, Boy's dad and his mates are clearing out the garage, and Dad talks about how they're members of the Crazy Horse Gang, and he notices a piece of wood that Boy's been carving, uh, and he's, it looks like E.T., but he hasn't finished the eyes yet, because that's, the, that's, you always save the eyes for last. Yeah, because I guess his characters are really actually supposed to be a good kind of uh, sculpture. You, you just see one of the flashbacks to, um, Taika Waititi being with Boy's mom that, like, he is working on a piece of wood, and who knows if it actually was this good in real life, but, uh, yeah. in the flashback, you see it's, like, this masterfully well-done, like, organic piece of, like, Maori artwork. And I'm gonna uh, say he was not that good. Probably, well, just like everything else, like, Boy, like, misremembers him being so good at all this stuff. Exactly. I'm sure it was probably a piece of shit. But yeah, this thing yeah. that Boy's been carving is barely recognizable as any kind of, like, sentient figure. It really is, like, like this kind of weird big-headed thing with, like, two empty sockets for eyes and a neck, and it's kind of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dad asks Boy if he wants to go for a ride in his car, which he has to start with a spoon. So. <laughs> that's a quick, that's literally like half a second shot, which that actually yep. becomes a thing later, because we also see characters screwing and unscrewing things with, with, uh, spoons with spoons and, and little yeah. screwdrivers, which I thought was great. Yeah. I never thought about spoons, the curvy end of a spoon being that handy, but yeah, I, I guess, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no reason they can't, they can't be, I guess. Yeah. So they go into town where his dad just dumps him and then he, he's like, I got things to do. Lots of business to attend to. Yeah, this starts a lot of pattern of... Well, especially because the boy seems to think that they're going to hang out all day and stuff like that. And he's yeah. going to be bragging about his car to all his friends and suddenly, yeah, he just gets abandoned by his dad. And Yeah, what mm-hmm. the fuck does well, his dad have to do? He, he slowly gets abandoned by his dad because he spends five minutes trying to climb in through the driver's side window to I get back in his car. I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> Which, Taika Waititi is a pretty skinny guy, and that must be a small car door if even he has that much <laughs> trouble trying to get through. Well, I was wondering if he was trying to be cool and, like, climbing it Dukes of Hazard style, or if... Because if 
He's opened it from the inside. Oh, I think he's trying to do can't... the Dukes of Hazard thing because I think this is this okay. guy obviously thrives off of attention and people. Yeah, I mean, I look how hard he works to try to make everyone think he's cool with all his little fucking hand drawn tattoos and shit like that. I think that's that, that that's that kind of goes back to what I was saying before about how there's no real like adult presence in this film film, and he's like the one major adult character in this film, and he's just as much a child as anyone else. And so I think he is yeah. just trying to do a, a stupid Dukes of Hazard trick in front of everyone and failing miserably. Yeah, there's a heat. So he drives off and there's a quick moment of boy's aunt asking if his father has been to visit his mom's grave yet. And he says no. And she calls him a fucker. Yeah, that's pretty great. I don't know if that's the same scene because she only shows up in like this or maybe one other scene. But she asks uh, boy if he's gotten a job yet. And boy just makes the crack like you've you've taken all the jobs. There's nothing left, which I thought was kind of funny because we do see that. Yeah, she really is like the town handyman post office clerk everything mm-hmm. else Kyoto, my name is boy and welcome to my interesting world my favorite person is michael jackson want to see some michael jackson dance moves my favorite subjects are art Social studies. I'll kick both your nuts off. And you'll have none. And Michael Jackson. I have a six-year-old brother called Rocky. He's got powers. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Thank you, boy. I'm named after my dad. He's overseas doing some pretty important stuff. I mean, you're a liar. Your dad's in jail for robbery. People call me a dumb honky all the time. I don't go around punching them out. Why not? Because they use your children. Who are you? Boy. Alright. I'm your dad. Oh. <laughs> Think you can handle having the incredible hope for a thing? How long was he here for? Don't know. No, she was my dad. What are you looking for? Treasure. Can you stop calling me dad? Sounds weird. I wanna get to know him. Why? Because I'm like him. I'm like him more than you. You don't know anything. I'm all alone on this planet. Sorry I am like I am sometimes. Got people trying to bring me down, you know? The government mainly. No wife or journalist? You got a girlfriend. There's this girl that really likes me a lot. But I don't know if I wanna, you know, get involved. Mm, mm. Well, don't get her pregnant, that's all. Still the one, ABC. So, uh, the, a quick scene of Boy messing with a sparkler during, you know, in broad daylight, because that's yeah, when sparklers are yeah. the best. And one of his mates is like, can I try one? And he's like, no, I'm saving it. And then Chardonnay comes over and he lets her do one. And she also asks, is that your dad? And he's like, yeah. And she tells him he's got a sweet ride. Glad to see Chardonnay at least gets the talk in this movie. Even that's her only real contribution to the film is sweet ride. Yep. Yeah. And then the quick scene of the boys in the marijuana field picking buds and shit. Which uh, I didn't realize boys. that's what that was. 
This shows how little I know about marijuana. Like, I did, mm. I just thought it was a crop. In fact, I actually had to look it up on Wikipedia to see exactly what the hell they're fucking with. <laughs> I don't know this shit. Especially, like, <laughs> marijuana, it's a natural state. Cry, you think I've played Bill, enough I... Call of Duty that I would have noticed from all the, like, the pot skins for the guns in that game? I would you... recognize it by now, but, yeah. You've done marijuana more than me, and oh, I knew I've what smoked... the plants look like. I've had a bazillion opportunities in my life to smoke marijuana. I've tried it a bunch, and it never did anything to me until it was mixed with opium, but that's another story. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly, that's what I'm saying, but, like, I don't grow the shit, I don't want opium. It's like asking, like, I love chocolate, but you stick a gun to my head and, and ask me to pick out a cocoa bean out of a jar of other beans. I Good guess. fucking luck, yeah. You don't remember that the whole reason for Far Cry 3 existing when you burn the marijuana fields? Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. <laughs> the scene that was, oh, that scene's so good, it's so hard when you burn the marijuana fields. And it takes like five minutes, and then it's done. And yeah, they barf. just put the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask blur filter over everything for five minutes, and that's the end of that whole <laughs> that whole part of the game. Yep. Christ. Anyway, Boy Ugh. Pocket's one of the buds. And <sighs> yeah, I totally missed that. Okay, yeah. Mm. So later, Rocky specifically, we should also a... point out this is the yeah this is the pot field owned by Dallas and Falcon Crest and Dynasty, I guess. Yeah, uh, Rocky is the little brother is sitting in a garbage recliner by the the riverside, and talks to the quote unquote mental guy. Uh, he tells him that his mother died because of his superpowers. So implication is she died giving childbirth because he was too powered. He was too powerful. That's what Boy told him. He says that yeah. he has superpowers now. I do he... like how guilty. Rocky's six years old, but he still feels immense guilt over, like, presumably he feels like he killed his mom. And I do. I'm assuming that all of Rocky's talk and belief about his superpowers just stems from. I would assume that this must have been just a story that Boy had told Rocky to make him feel better. But now that I'm presuming this just has bloomed into a whole thing in Rocky's head about him thinking that he has, like, all kinds of different superpowers and stuff like that. That's a yeah. kind of major preoccupation. So, uh, he holds his hand out, makes a claw, and the, the, the big guy falls over, and he's like, sorry, I used my powers, didn't mean to. Yeah. And he asks the guy what he's looking for because he's poking around the driftwood. I thought there would be like, something more from that thing, but like, yeah, the guy just kind of brushes yeah, so off and I. like life goes on. Yeah. Yep. And now, boys digging. Boys, dad is digging in the field. He's looking for some money he stashed when he was running from the cops. Does he uh, say that explicitly, or does he just say it's like treasure? Yeah, he says it explicitly to his mates. Oh, okay, that's boy, what it is. So yeah, the audience asks, knows what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, when boy asks him what he's doing, he says he's digging for treasure. So, uh, very reminiscent of uh, Night of the Hunter, except the cops didn't shoot the fuck out of it. I forgot about that. Him. That is kind of, yeah, and this is a very he didn't slow, hide in a dolly. dopey remake of Night of the Hunter. I never thought about that. Yeah. Mm. Christ. So, he tells Boy that he's looking for treasure. Boy asks him what he's going to do with the treasure. Maybe buy a big house. And he'll buy a dolphin. Sure, why not? A dolphin for him, Boy and Rocky. They'll just ride around on dolphins all the time. And the way he says yeah. that, he's obviously and fucking with Boy, but kind of Boy takes well, it at no, face value. No, he starts like he... I thought he was being sarcastic at first, but 
the more he said it, the more sincere it sounded. Like he literally believed it. Yeah. That's... I couldn't tell. It's hard to tell sometimes, especially with, like, with Taika Waititi's character, how much he actually believes his own bullshit, or if he's just kind of messed up in the head. Or, like, because yeah. he, he's obviously... He's obviously a schemer and a scammer, but at the same time, he also, I guess, believes his own shit. To a, I mean, like, like again, look how childishly he's dressed and decorated himself. So, obviously, he's kind of bought into his own bullshit to a certain degree. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like he's a giant mentally disabled child. So it's a little hard to get a total beat on exactly what his, what his intentions are in terms of being good or bad, but yeah. So Boyd what gives... He, what's realistically possible given his situation, but yeah. yeah. Boyd gives his dad the marijuana he pocketed. His dad's like, where'd you get this? And Boyd says, yeah, he got it from the other side of the river. And he, dad says, if he finds any more, to bring it straight to him. So one of the kids yells that the grandma is on the phone, so Dad runs inside to talk to her. He says, Hello, Mom, I'm back. Can I have some money? Uh, he's pretty also, straightforward about this, yeah. Yeah. Also, he's going to spend time with the boys. Some quality quality time. time. Yeah. So he gets high. Fucking and great. while he's high, he decides to cut boys' hair. So he looks just like Michael Jackson. But he does not look like Michael Jackson. He kid, does not look like Michael Jackson at all. Kid looks like maybe, he got run maybe over Michael by a ja- fucking weed whacker. Maybe Michael Jackson after the Coca-Cola commercial where he got burned? <laughs> exactly, yeah, when he was bit back in the hospital unit with like bald patches <laughs> in his hair. Yeah, Christ almighty. But I do love, he's kind of like, this poor kid. Because they actually had to, they obviously had to get like an actual like, someone who maybe they didn't maybe they actually did just like have like the whoever was like making lunch that day on the set just like cut his hair and like lopped off like right straight to the skin a bunch of bald patches and stuff but it's yeah. great he looks like pig pen from peanuts it's fantastic it's great he looks absolutely nothing like michael jack <laughs> like there's not even an no. attempt to like you look- give him a little bit of that poof in the front to like curly hair or anything like that it's he just- looked more like michael jackson before the haircut exactly yeah it's it's a complete fucking disaster and it looks fantastic yeah <laughs> so uh oh before we ben- go too much longer uh, two notes mm. uh that are kind of like unhinged uh in time in in in, in the movie um i noticed that boy keeps calling rocky an egg um, I had to hmm. look it up to see what the hell, if that's like egg anything. or egg. Egg. Um, oh. I looked it up, and it's insult sometimes hurled at weeaboo white folks in New Zealand who want to be Asian, uh, because it's hmm. uh, that means that they're white on the inside but yellow on the inside. Though it's also just more vaguely used just synonymously with uh, jerk or dick. So if you just Weird. want to call someone just like schmuck, just hmm. you know, you, you're 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 an egg. Not even a bad egg, but just an egg. And secondly, <laughs> I noticed that. Taika Waititi has a hand-drawn Gigi Allen tattoo with an ace of diamonds on his wrist, which I'm wondering if it's supposed to be an ace of spades tattoo that he fucked up, again, very much like a little kid. Um, But either way, it still kind of feeds into the self-deprecating school of humor that uh, Taika Waititi is known for, so I thought that was kind of funny, but that's neither here nor there. So then, after the haircut, while Boy waits and watches from the car, his dad swings from a tree in a very awkward, very non-threatening way, yeah. with a machete in his teeth. Yeah, again with the self-deprecating to, humor here, yeah. Yep, to grab the bullies and tell them to stay away from the boy, presumably. Even the staging but... of this makes absolutely no sense, because they're trying to ambush the bullies who can fully see that they're in the tree, and then Taika Waititi swings down like Tarzan, 
well, they're trips not really, up his foot. Yeah, they're yeah. not really threatened by him. They probably saw him and were like, what the fuck is my uncle doing up there in the tree? Yeah, and they kind of keep walking until he finally gets back up on his feet and shoves the gently shoves the one guy up against the tree and then spends like 30 seconds trying to stick the the, his machete into the trunk so he can yeah it's it's a mess yeah because he's trying to threaten the kids with the machete but obviously he can't use it against the kids because he's not nuts but Yeah. yeah it's 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 cute so then then they drive around and his dad's obviously still high because he's like you know et is an ugly bugger big googly eyes but a bird on his own planet, he's normal. Thanks, Dad. Great. And this great, is the exact point thoughts. where I stopped the movie to see how fucking far in his thing. Because I'm like, <laughs> is this? <laughs> this movie feels like it's already. Because I know it's less than 90 minutes long. And I'm like, this already feels like two hours have passed. And there's nothing even approaching a plot yet. And I was like, oh, this is mm. like exactly the halfway point. It was like 45 minutes in. I was like, okay, whatever. It's not that I was hating the film or anything like that. It was just like, I just, like, I just felt the drift in time. I was all fucking yeah. Slaughterhouse Five and shit, but yeah. And and also, this is not related to anything in the movie, but it was a, the thing of its time. His dad's got one of those fuzzy steering wheel covers. Oh, I, I don't notice. know that. I don't know that those exist anymore. Because that was like a very specific those are between gross. like nineteen seventy three and like nineteen eighty five. Those are fucking gross. Just imagine all the fucking grime and. Sweat and anything your, else you get in your hands your is just hands. gonna get matted into that stuff. And you're gonna get lint, like when you take off new socks and you got lint in between your toes, you're gonna yeah, have exactly, battle yeah. in your hands. Because, you know, that's not high quality material or fuzz or anything no, like that. It's, it's no. the most, like, fucking, we recycled Mr. Munch costume from Chuck E. Cheese to make this kind of thing, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, or like fuzzy car seat covers. Yeah, the most like this is obviously made out of petrochemicals with somehow teased into fake fur kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like oh I had or my somebody back in the eighties, one of the cars had a fuzzy car seat cover just because the pleather in those things was so fucking terrible you had to have something. Yeah, something, yeah. It was the wor- the better of two evils because you could either sit on pleather and just get wet and gross during the summer. <laughs> you or just have, stew in a pool of your covered, own sweat if they, the temperatures are right, rise black above 60 lint. degrees. Yeah. Covered in black lint because of the fuzzy seat covers. Hell, it's, it's always seemed to be fuzzy seat covers or like wooded beaded seat covers yeah. that would also like bite into your ass and just was it was like sitting on like, yeah, like I, pebbles. <laughs> I bought one of those once for my first car. I was like, I see people driving with these. They, that, they be must that be comfortable. Bad. I put yeah. it in my car and I said, this is the worst thing I've ever this done in my life. Awful. It's like, <laughs> it's like sitting do... on a dry creek bed. Who wants this? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm sitting on a bag of Fritos. <laughs> this is rotten. I, I'm sitting on an Arizona driveway. So comfy. <laughs> Thanks, mm-hmm. butt cheeks. I'm giving you a treat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they see Rocky on the side of the road for no reason. They ask they ask him what he's doing. Again, he just randomly. I guess the, the kids yep. have no schedule. I guess school's let out forever now. The, uh, well, this is and I, this is just an excuse to get Rocky in the car because they're like, come on, join us. We're going to the beach. So they go to the beach. Uh, and dad says, good. This is this is good. What we're doing, quality time. And then he lights his joint. At the beach, Dad asks if Boy has a girlfriend. 
Uh, he says, don't, not to get her pregnant, show her your dick, touch her tit, just don't knock her up. Which I'm Thanks, assuming dad. that's a little bit of an autobiography from uh, Boy's dad there, because I'm assuming that's how he yeah. knocked up Boy. Boy's mom, yeah. I guess. Like, yep, he probably showed her her dick, touched her tit, and then. Although I guess they were That's... married. Mm, I guess there's maybe. nothing sp- explicitly never... stating that they were married. I mean, yeah. eh, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> I love it when you you make a point and then you're like, "Huh, it's a good point." Well, no, but like, because they always make it don't hurt your a couple, don't... but I don't know. But <laughs> don't yeah. hurt your arm, par- patting yourself on your back, there, Bill. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Oh yeah, I just yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing that explicitly said they got married or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, the Taika Waititi is his father, but yeah, there's no guarantee that there was any kind of actual relationship there, but no. Yeah. So, uh, they play some more with with various pieces of Dripwood's guns, and I am unsure if it's something that Dad's doing for the kids or Dad is doing for himself, which I think is supposed to be the point. Playing with the guns? Yeah. I'm assuming he's just doing the quality time just so... He could like yeah, check but, back in with the mom and or with the grandma I to get money out of her, I, but I think he's just enjoying like because he's got well, that one stick and he's using it as a Gatling gun and that he's just doing that for himself. Yeah. I well, think. and then also like like I said, that kind of blends into the idea that like he's also a child himself. Yeah. And so like even if like his inclination to do this was to help like you know make sure he can get money out of the grandma, this is also he's just having actually he just accidentally ends up having a good time while doing it too. That's my, at least my impression. Okay. At the house later, they're having a quote-unquote crazy horse meetup that Dad has made a sign for. Yeah, just randomly, a big party. Yeah, and this is where Dad decides he doesn't like Boy calling him Dad. He's weird. So he'd like yeah, to this call comes him out of the, the much, blue. Yeah, which is... The much more normal and less weird Shogun. Perfect. Well, we find out Perfect. earlier when... Uh, well, we see earlier when... Uh, boy's dad and his his posse are going through the garage. Uh, boy's dad finds a copy of the book Shogun, and that's the first mm. kind of time to kind of layer in that. Like that seems I don't know if that's when Boy's dad gets the first idea that like maybe he wants to be presented as a Shogun or something like that. But then yeah, fast forward yeah. to this scene and it's this is also the first big crack in Boy's relationship with his dad because Boy's obviously really heartbroken that like something's up if if his dad doesn't want to call him want him to call him his dad. He yeah. like gets really kind of sad, and they, they 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 he kind of brightens things up by like you know like bringing up the whole thing. Call me Shogun, and I'll call you Little Shogun and stuff. But it's mm-hmm. obviously like this is like the, the first instance of the scales really kind of falling from Boy's eyes. It seems in, in regards and, to his and he also Dad also gives Boy his first sip of booze. Yeah, which, which I do love I the do. kid trying to play it off like it's good, but he's like, Ugh. yeah, which yeah, because then- <laughs> booze is nasty. All booze. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. Poopy. So then the two bully brothers show up to the crazy horse party, and Shogun gives them beer, to which they say, thank you, uncle. So that means he went machete crazy on his nephews? I guess some, so. That adds, some, that adds some layers to this whole messed up family. Everyone in this town... This, this Is it even a town, or is it just a giant fucking, like, family communal weirdness? Yeah. And that yeah. could be just like some kind of weird Maori New Zealand thing where like I don't know, it could just refer to any kind of male superiors and an uncle. But Yeah. I have a hard time believing it, that like they're actually blood related, but you know. Weirder things have happened. It's night nighttime, dad's having quite the party and is now very drunk. Despite 
so broke. I don't know how he got all the money to pay for the beer for this party, but... I don't know. Yeah, he's supposed but, to be that uh, uh, spendthrift. One of Boy's cousins asks him where dinner is because they're hungry, and he says, Make your own. I'm sick of you donkeys hassling me. Yeah, cause, because he's he's well, yeah, trying to be an adult now. Boy's really diving into trying to be just like his dad, and that means ignoring all the kids. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, the boy's a little bit of a self self deflection there of he's yeah. trying to join the the dark side here a little bit, but yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Dad gets drunk, stumbles around saying shit, and then boy has a vision of his dad dancing the Billy Jean dance. Because I okay. Just because it's yeah, it really is just like, well we you yeah, had to squeeze this in somewhere in the film that we shot it, so it's got I guess we'll put it here. Well, and I guess it does make sense because it's boy seeing his dad at a super low point. Obviously, this guy is not living up to his expectations. This is his right after, like, his dad has told him not to call him dad and stuff like that. So, I guess this, this is his imagination kicking back and trying to put it, trying to shove his dad back on that pedestal where he really mm-hmm. doesn't belong, I guess. So, the next day. Uh, they do a pretty faithful call- recreation of that video, though. Yeah. They seem to have spent I mean, his- more money on this than almost anything else in the film. Where, like, they have yeah, the light-up sidewalk and everything. Yeah, his dad's not so great at going up on his toes like Michael Jackson is. But... <laughs> I did notice that, because he does not go up <laughs> on the toes. He, he like, goes yeah. up on his, like, he does, he, like, like he does, like, he's, like, in a woman's high heel, but he doesn't do, like, the, the, he's not on point. Yeah. Yeah. Which, hey, so what are you next... gonna do? Not every, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point of Michael Jackson, was that he could do shit like that, but. Yeah, so the next day, Boy calls Chardonnay to ask her if she'd like to come over and take a ride in her, his dad's cool car. This is one of my other favorite jokes in the film. Which consists of him sitting in the car going... I do love the, the just cut to them just stone silent in an unmoving car and him making car mm-hmm. sounds, and she's just wildly unimpressed. Was, and and yeah. he shows her how he can cook potatoes in the microwave. And he messes with his goat. And Great life. back in the yeah, back in the car, he's making car noises. She sees the older bully leaving the party, which has now been over all night. And she kind of smiles. And then she tells him that I'm bored. And he says, well, you can see my dick, but I'm not allowed to get you pregnant. And she tells him to fuck off and leaves. Justifiably or she so. calls him a fucking asshole. And leaves. Yeah, and storms out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh. So, in his room, boy puts a vacuum on his chest and then shows his dad that he got a hickey. Okay. Which I guess he's just trying to impress his dad to say, hey, like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I can get laid just like you can, and mm-hmm. yeah. He also sneaks back into the weed fields and steals some more weed spent, and spends his time at home digging in the field, looking for the treasure, neglecting his cousins that he's supposed to be taking care of. He just yeah. he throws really some kind of bread. into a mini clone of his dad here. Yeah, throws some bread, water, and powdered milk in a bowl. And oh, God, like, would like... That's sh- it. Oh, was that just the powdered milk? Because, like, I thought... I'm assuming so. I was hoping I it was maybe sugar. sugar. I don't. I hope it's just. Yeah, I think it's powdered milk. I don't know. Because uh, I thought. Yeah, because it looked like. Anyway, it's bread. gross. Yeah, it's it's and the kids kids are not having any of it either. But no. like, yeah, yeah, kids are like, oh, what the fuck yep. is this? Dad is tattooing one of his mates. Boy is next, but don't worry, he's getting the kids' version, which is just a a black marker. 
Yeah. And the next, pretty much from now to the end of the rest of the film, you see boys just covered with just like random shit. Like on this chest, I think it just says front. <laughs> I didn't notice that. And one. there's like air, just like very, again, very childish arrows. Like again, highlighting the fact that uh, Taiki Watiti's character is just a giant man child. Is the tattoos yeah. he gives his son look like they were drawn by someone half of Rocky's age? <laughs> like they're mm-hmm. like, yeah. The guy's like mentally disabled or something. Yeah, he's, he's a mess. You know who to, for if. If the horrible uh, Hollywood studios remade this on the American main, mainland America, you know who would have made a great uh, father figure? Who's that? Kevin Klein. I didn't think about no. it. Actually, Taiko Atid is pretty much the, the, the Maori Kevin Klein. Just even the facial <laughs> features and the affectations and stuff like that. Wow, I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah. Well, why would you? Yeah. So. Uh, Ooh. you know he dates Phoebe night. Cates. He's married to Phoebe Cates. I think I knew that. Yeah. Every time I watch Bob's Burgers and Kevin Klein shows up in that, I just get angry and throw shit at the TV. Just, oh, oh, I have no, I have no, no attachment to Phoebe Cates. So I yeah, that that is a little bit of a generational thing, I guess. But yeah. speaking of the yeah early eighties, holy shit! As specifically nineteen eighty four Gremlins, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I remember. Anyway, so dad, at night, dad is hanging out at an outdoor bar in town, I guess, and boy is hanging out in the car. Yeah, kind of like a drive-up parking lot bar yeah. thing. Yeah. One one of his friends comes and so- comes up, gets in the car. That kid's there with their mom, who's inside playing the pokies, and the that po- kid says, "It's better to bet." That kid says that their mother says it's better to bet it all and be really poor than not to bet and be a bit poor. That's a dire outlook on life, to be sure. That is, yeah, wildly unconstructive, too. Like, mm-hmm. not really, especially if you have kids. I could see that if that's your own personal philosophy in life, where you're just risking yeah. your own happiness and comfort. But yeah, if you're responsible for anyone else, you deserve to die. You need to get hit <laughs> by a train if that's your perspective. But yeah. So that kid asks boy where he's been. He's been missing out on the out on all the good stuff. This like they is pushed Dynasty, Mary into right? the water the other day. I don't remember her. I it's think one it of is the kids probably. Uh, but boy doesn't have time for that kid stuff anymore. He's been working, trying to get out of this dump. And then the, I don't remember. Yeah, but. The, that kid's mom comes out of the place and I'm like, oh, looks like we're leaving. She lost because we're leaving. And then, and then they go home. And then he leaves. That scene's over. A quick scene of Rocky hanging out with the weird guy, trying to use his powers on him. He asks him if he's getting sleepy. He says no. And then maybe his powers don't work on everybody. And then that scene's over. Oh, are you oh, getting a spam sorry call? Sorry about that. Spam, spam call. Fuck you. Eat my balls. Okay. <laughs> you should have answered and told him that. <laughs> spam call, eat my balls, spam call, eat my balls. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, so then later, Dad's talking to Grandma on the phone, begging for money till he finds his money, and he's ranting and raving how he won't be taking the kids with him. They're too young to be in the crazy horses. My gang, me and my two mates. 
We're yeah, in this a is another big crack. Strictly no kids allowed in the relationship because the uh, boys there. I don't know if boys like yeah. directly in this. Like if he's having this phone call directly in front of the rest of the kids, which if he is, that makes Taika Waititi's character even a bigger dick than usual. But like, yeah, hey, boy is probably in this conversation, cousin. and it is yeah. like he does boy realize and his that his cousin are listening from a doorway. Yeah, he does realize that his dad intends to leave without him, and something's like, oh shit, yeah. yeah. His dad goes outside and does some shadow boxing. And uh, Rocky sees him, his dad sees Rocky, and then his dad takes off in the car, leaving his mates and Bowie behind. Bowie's like, take me with you, but he doesn't. So, so Bowie gets back to digging with various, intermixed with various shots of art he's made, of what he wants his life to be once he finds the money, like him riding on a dolphin, meeting Michael Jackson, yeah, various stuff like that. It, being with Chardonnay. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. All... It's like a really, it's it's kind of a slightly grotesque uh, photo collage of him with Chardonnay, yeah. and Chard- Chardonnay's head has been cut on this like fucked up, sexy lady body, and they're like wearing meat <laughs> coats and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's looking for the money, and he finds it. Ba-ba-bum. He finds it in a hole. Do-do-do-do. Yeah. It is like a whole bunch of like kiwi notes in a in a uh, clear plastic bag. Yeah, he goes and counts it in the car that is attached to his goat's pen. Yeah, it's like an the abandoned truck up, that's rusted yeah. out. There's got no tires up on old it. Beat car. Yeah. $880. $880, he does. So, he hides that we inside the junk car. take this to Mad Max town. Water <laughs> town. He, he hides that inside the junker car that's attached to his goat's pen. Yeah, he just shoves it right beneath the seat, which even then I was like... I guess with 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 his dad around, it's smart not to leave it inside the house. Yeah, but and at some at some point right around here, I I forgot to write down what happens, but he looks up at the word potential in the dictionary. Yeah, and he reads out the description of it and is like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Because it is really he's, he's still even. It's out. not Webster, so it's even less. Yeah, it's he looks up at a very bad dictionary. It's like in the. In the process of becoming, or something like that, where yeah, whatever the description is, it doesn't help him at all anymore. So yeah, yeah, he's still hanging on to this idea as to what potential might mean. He still doesn't know. Yeah, yep. So he puts on his dad's jacket and army hat and sits in his dad's quote unquote throne, and then he goes into town and uses some money to buy some stuff from his aunt's shop, including uh. Uh, popsicles for all of his friends. Yeah. And he um, doesn't want his friend... Yes? Did you... Have you seen Thor yet? Thor Ragnarok? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just gonna point out that the lady at the register at the... At the shop is, uh, the lady... Her name's Rachel House, I think. Uh, she plays Topaz. Uh, who is... Uh, what's-his-face's... The Grandmaster's, uh, second-in-commands, uh... Oh, God, who's the Grandmaster? The dude from Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that guy's second command. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I can totally see the face. I can hear the voice. Oh. Cannot play put a name to it. Wow. <laughs> God damn, that's such an unnerving clip. God fuck. I love Jeff Goldblum, but man, the that dude is part alien, I swear to Christ. That's well, yeah. He's that's the real why he started team. Earth Girls Are Easy. <laughs> I supposedly, I guess, in the comics, that character he plays in the Thor movie is supposed to be blue, 
And he specifically requested not to be painted blue because he had to spend all of Earth Girls Are Easy in a blue furry suit. Mm. So, like, and I love the fact who remembers Earth Girls Are Easy? Holy shit. What <laughs> when dumb... was the last time you watched Earth Girls Are Easy? Not since the last time I was at my parents' house in like 1997 was being, when it was on like VH1. <laughs> flipping through that the channels, I'm like, the wow, they're still showing it this. It's, it's like. Earth Girls are easy marathon on a Sunday afternoon. Like, I'm like, whoa. Michael McKean is the pool boy in it? Yeah, it's a mess. Was it it's like <laughs> was it it wasn't downtown Julie Brown, it was the other other Julie Brown? No, it was Gina Davis, right? Well, yeah, they were both in it. Yeah, which is weird because Gina Davis was also on the fly. Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis had a thing going on there, I guess. I don't know. It was interesting, mm-hmm. but that's neither here. And... Jeff Goldblum's not even in this fucking movie. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. He wasn't? No. Okay. Uh, uh, he did such a good job playing Rocky that he just melted yeah. into the role. Uh, so he doesn't want them calling him boy anymore. He wants them to call him Little Shogun. So again, like, aping his dad Shogun. in the worst way. Yeah. Yeah. So the bully and Chardonnay are dating now. And, again! And, and, this, and, the, and this is why I thought this movie was taking place over the course of weeks or months, but no, this is like the movie started on Friday and now it's like Sunday afternoon. <laughs> it's like, Jesus yeah. Christ. And, uh, uh, so boy, the bully comes over and, and he's like, you and Chardonnay, eh? He's like, yeah. He's like, that's good. I already had her. He's like, no, you haven't. Yeah, I'm going to ask her. And he says, yeah, go ahead and ask her. She's a liar anyway. Smooth. Yeah. And this is <laughs> also as. Lying before she can even answer. Yeah. And this is as um, Boy and everyone else, all the other kids are, are uh, all enjoying, like, uh, I guess, lemon ice pops. Yeah. That he has bought from everybody with a $5 bill from the stash of money that he found. So. Yeah. And he tells uh, the bully that he's not allowed in the gang anymore. His dad says that if he sees him, he'll kill him or something. Something. Yeah. He's trying to be yeah. his dad and be threatening and stuff. Yeah. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Be a cool guy, but then his dad pulls up in the car, and boy goes over to see him, and his dad slaps the popsicle out of his hand and take off that jacket, and he demands to know where he got the money for the popsicles. Then his the sister comes out. Seems of- to be that he's about to tell his dad maybe that he found the money, but then his dad says suddenly such a dick yeah. that he decides not to. But yeah, yeah. He- this is the- this is the one real time in the movie that his dad really comes off as actually legitimately threatening and not just like wacky cute like i'm an idiot man child but like yeah. yeah it doesn't feel earned or sincere i don't i don't know what like i said the whole movie's been such a goofy play child childish play up until now and suddenly like the stakes get a little turned up and it, it yeah it's yeah, a little, but they, bit, it's a little bit of a tonal really dissonance get, here they don't get turned up and stay there. They get turned up right here, and then they it get turned It goes back to down. wacky mode, yeah. And it's it, like... Almost immediately, because his aunt calls out and is like, well, you mental, and they he has an argument with her, his sister, which ends with him saying, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, and it's just like, okay. I guess it's supposed to be and just it's a like you, brief, scary flash of how desperate he is that's supposed to make I, us I don't. Yeah, I don't scared, feel like you or? can go from him slapping his son, basically, to saying, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, now we're back like, oh, he's funny. Off. He's, he's yeah, we can laugh at this situation again. And it's like, no, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. It, it felt tonally weird and didn't, for Maybe it me, made more it sense feel like it or fit in like with that, the rest yeah. of the movie. But, yeah, because like I said, the movie, rest of the movie is pretty consistent with just how goofy it is, but. 
Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this is a little... Yeah. So boy... <laughs> a little gill hot under the collar action. Mm-hmm. Boy leaves to go back home, uh, and he washes off all of the tattoos that his dad drew on him. And he's starting to take care of his cousins and brother again, cooking them actual food. Yeah, his is kind of like seen his father for what he really is. Yeah, and then boy, which I do like the thing where you get to see him. Like, I actually this kind of goes back to a point in Rushmore, which you haven't seen, where the main character he he has a whole bunch of false pretenses and stuff that he finally gives up about halfway through the movie, and he's actually gone back to like taking care of his family and stuff like that. And actually, tonally, that's actually not that different from this part of the film. Um, Mm. But that's neither. Especially something so, about watching boy like make a giant pot, giant uh, pot of actual real food for his family. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cute. At least he's gone back. At least the kids are eating again. Yeah, Jesus. But yeah. And then Rocky and boy are laying in their beds at night, and his dad knocks, pops up outside in the window, and knocks on it. And he opens. He says, "Sorry about today. I'm under a lot of stress at the moment. I've got a lot going on. Sorry, I am how I am sometimes." I'm like the Hulk. He gets angry. Can you handle having the Incredible Hulk for Dad? Yeah. That is and... an incredibly manipulative way to get back into the good graces of anybody, of any little kid. Yeah. Comparing yourself yeah. to the Hulk. And then it also makes you kind of look like tragic and heroic at the same time. And it's kind of like, oh man, yeah. that's fucked up. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's also kind and of then... funny because the Hulk shows up in the Thor movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then his dad says, I love you, Sia. And I guess that's all it takes. Ah, uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm glad I can't, I, I can't relate to this shit. I had a good connection with my dad. I never like yearned for his attention. Yeah, me too. I never, I yeah, him. I never felt manipulated by my dad or anything like this. But yeah, yeah, it's still like I, 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 I don't get the feeling that boy ever wholly trusts him again either. At least things have patched up so they can at least be around, like kind of semi comfortable around each other again. But uh, yeah, I think things are forever broken between boy and his dad from from here on yeah. out. But I'll never forget the greatest piece of advice my dad gave me yeah. after my mom found my Playboys. He knocked on my door, I looked at him, and he said, just hide them better. And and walked yeah, away. Yeah, don't, don't embarrass my, me and your mom. My, my dad knew I was a teenage boy. I was going to get my hands on naked ladies. Did you just, just hide them better? Just, yeah, just, just avoid the situation <laughs> if you can where we have to yeah. talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for everyone's sakes, please. <laughs> yeah. Don't come and on I'm the sure, window in I'm, the bathroom. I'm sure my mom was like, did you talk to him? And he was like, yeah, I talked to him. Yeah, well, we had to and, talk. And I'm sure in his head, he was like, please don't ask me for more details than that. <laughs> this is it. What do, you, what do you want from me? We <laughs> This is human nature at this point. Just, yeah, Christ yeah. almighty. Oh, yeah. That's cute. So, it, it's daytime. Rocky's like running dad. around outside. And uh, sees their dad pacing around the, the graveyard and not willing to go in to visit their mother's grave. And then that scene just done. Yeah. And back at the house. You can tell the movie's boy, circling towards being a little more fucked up and sad and his dad kind of like having to maybe face the repercussions of things he's done. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's still kind of distant about it, though. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And, uh back of the house boy has found that the goat leaf has eaten all of the money that is i did not expect just bits and pizzas yeah he goes back to get more money and 
Leaf has eaten the shit out of the mud. Like, there isn't a single bill left that hasn't been, hi- yeah. like, already half digested by that goddamn goat. It is fucked mm-hmm. to hell. Yeah. Yep. So, boy does what any sensible person would and takes all the doorknobs off and tries to melt them in the microwave. Which, hey, that makes, I mean, that kind of makes kind of kid sense from, you know, the, the, the one guy at the beginning of the movie talking about how that's a good way to make money is by melting down those brass uh, doorknobs and of Copper course you don't know how microwaves work you think well that would they just hey i've got all these brass doorknobs and this magical melting machine let let's mix the two and make some money but mm-hmm. it does not <laughs> work it I, breaks the microwave i wonder if they actually did actually stick a bunch of doorknobs into a microwave or if that's just the special effect i i would hope i would love to think that's actually just what happens like they just did that for real I'm sure the explosion and the smoke wasn't, you know, that must have been fake, but. Yeah. That's always, I, I, like, if I ever got stranded on a desert island, I would love nothing more than have, like, an endless supply of microwaves and metal objects to fuck with. (laughs) (laughs) I might take that over, like, a good book. You know, Um, Bill, you could have spent all that money you spent on a Xbox One X and bought Dozens of microwaves. That's true. Fuck with. I could have got like super get... dangerous old eighties models. I got like you know, that. I could have bought for like like five dollars a piece of Goodwill and a whole bunch. And you of would just... have gotten a lot more entertainment than you're gonna get out of <laughs> Xbox. Ah, oh, we'll find out. Every year from now, we'll do that <laughs> review. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. So Boy Joy joins his dad and Rocky digging in the yard. And he's like, Shogun, what if it's gone? What if somebody's taking the treasure? And his dad says, naturally, I'll kill them! And uh, boy says that he'll f- we'll find it. We just need time. Dad says he doesn't have time. And then that scene f- ends kind of abruptly. And now they're in the marijuana fields. And dad is hacking them to pieces and stealing all the weed. Yeah, okay. And This makes they, more no sense they, now knowing this is marijuana. I thought yeah. they were just stealing, like, are they stealing, like, lilacs? Like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> oh, Bill. So. The heart of a child. Uh, yeah. So, uh, as they're running out of the fields, uh, boy makes eye contact with, uh, Destiny. Destiny? Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. Dynasty. For some reason, and... she's just hanging out alone in the crops. A little bit like at the E.T. when E.T. first gets discovered by Elliot. I don't know. I didn't mm. think about that until now, but I guess maybe that could be a stylistic thing. But yeah, for some reason, she's just hanging out in the crops. Yeah. <laughs> just in the dark. And like, yeah, they make eye contact for a moment. And, no, yeah. this is they're doing this in broad daylight. Are they? Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, maybe not. His dad That's is not so smart. Then. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, yep. but I do I, I do remember them making off like I guess they put the enti- like I guess they make off with the entire crop and the entire crop only fits into like two garbage bags. Yeah. That's a, that's still a lot of weed. That's still yeah. I never understood what's a lot what a lot of weed is, but I'm assuming a couple pounds worth of weed is still a lot. A couple pounds is a metric fuck ton of weed. <laughs> is it? Yeah. How much does they sell it? Out of weed they weigh? sell it by the ounce bill. That's true, that's a good point, because I know <laughs> an eighth, because you would be like $25 for an eighth. I guess it's true. Actually, if that's just an eighth of a pound, and you have like four pounds, that's like $200, right? 
Well, let's do a quick Google search, Bill. Entertain the public while I say, how much is a pound of weed? Actually, I should be singing Michael Jackson. Is that something you can find on the internet? Are how much? How much is, does a? Everybody just wants to know how much a pound costs. What? That's what we're trying to find out, right? Doesn't Google go to jail yeah, if they tell you? Yes, Google goes to jail. You think there's got to be? Um, there's got to be some kind of like. I'm sure someone has created like an interactive map of the United States, the first, telling what, you like the, the average first... prices of different. Yeah. Yeah. One of the first answers is uh, anywhere from three thousand to four thousand dollars, depending on quality. For a pound of weed? Yeah. Jesus Christ. A pound is a lot of weed, Bill. But it even like, don't people buy like an eighth and stuff? That would be like that's like ounces, Bill. Oh, eight ounces. How much? <laughs> yeah. That's half a pound. <laughs> uh, this. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Okay, we're we're scrapping the pop right. podcast I, that we're. I'm gonna get, send podcast. you a quick. Hold on, I'm gonna send you a very quick image <laughs> of a quarter you're, pound. You're, you're missing the basic Google search here, of, which should be how much is a garbage bag of weed worth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Google will know that. I sent you a quick image of just a quarter pound of of marijuana, and that's a lot of marijuana. Oh, it's like two uh, super full Ziploc sandwich baggies. Two six by six hmm. Ziploc baggies, yeah, packed full. To of be butt, fair, there's and... like little little like tur- like cat turds of pot in there, and I've probably only seen <laughs> about one cat turd at a time of pot. So I guess that yeah, makes you... sense. How do I know more about weed than you? And I've never smoked it in my life. You watch too many bad movies. Oh, like, I watch by, so like, many bad movies. movies with bad people in them, like drug <laughs> dealers and murderers. Uh, yep. Like I said, I didn't buy that shit. I just lived with people who loved pot, and they would just like, "Hey, Bill, you want to toke on this?" <laughs> you should. Okay, well, yeah. that didn't work, Bill. You want to try a vaporizer this time? And like, it was yeah, always just Bill. like super passive. Bill, the next time you see one of your friends who happens to be able to get weed, just ask them if they can get you a pound of weed and <laughs> see how they react. <laughs> I'm gonna go because, like, we live in Oregon. Well, I live in yeah. Oregon. Well, we both live in. You live in Washington, and I live in Oregon. We both live in states where pot is legal. Could we just mm-hmm. not walk into a dispensary with like a twenty dollar bill and like dress like fat, rich, rich Homer Simpson, like in a white top hat, <laughs> like, like like wave around a twenty dollars? Like, hmm, I think somebody might be looking in the market for a pound of marijuana. <laughs> And see where that takes you. Yeah, and they'll just say, how high are you that you think $20 is going to get you a pound? I want the garbage stuff. <laughs> I want the stuff I'll that just you throw take, away. I will just take these stalks and stems, please. <laughs> oh, God. How much is a pound of marijuana? <laughs> oh, oh man. Your ignorance is amusing. Yeah. But it's fine. It's a good thing to be ignorant about. I'm There's pretty, nothing wrong compared with that. to my sister who is who is absolutely stewed in drugs. I, yeah. yeah, I'll I'll take being completely ignorant as to what this stuff costs. How much is yeah, a dime of it's weed? It's not a bad thing. <laughs> so what is it? Dime is a tenth? <laughs> That's a, a tenth of a, a dime pound? is ten. Oh, <laughs> half an ounce. Oh, is that what it is? Parts of ounces, not whole parts of pounds. Oh, quarter, oh, I get eighth of an ounce. That makes more sense. Okay, an eighth, an eighth of weed, which I thought that yeah. meant an eighth of a pound. 
Oh, okay, oh, this starts making so much way today. more sense. Learning drugs with Bill Mudrin, <laughs> the fun way. An eighth of weed weighs 3.5 grams. Okay, that looks about... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's like, only taken me 42 years, but weed suddenly makes a lot more sense now in terms of, like, weights and <laughs> prices and measurements. Oh, Holy that's good times. Shit. Oh, thank okay. you for that amusing little bit of This fun. is what I get for always smoking this stuff, but never buying for it. <laughs> I could just coast on the kindness of others. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so the, the, the heroes are for film now have two garbage bags full of weed. Yeah. Oh. And at night... Uh, dad and his mates and the brothers are outside of the co- the bar. This is what I was misremembering as this is Destiny shows up in this scene, yeah. Muppet Babies will return after these messages. Running around like, like he's on fire. Oh my God! Help me! I don't want to die. Oh, stop! Stop and roll! Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish God! Help me, Allah! Ah! Help me, Tom Cruise! But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? Tom Cruise used a witchcraft on me to get the fire off me. Look here, help's coming. Wait a minute! It's Cal Norton. Oh God! Please don't let the invisible fire burn my friends. And now back to He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And Dad and his mates get high and go to join the fun, leaving Boy and Rocky in the car. Just because they're dicks. Yep. Everything else aside, just like going to a bar and leaving your kids in the car. Everything else aside from that situation, that's a fucked up move. I feel like that's very 80s, though. Yeah. That's before they found out that like kids and dogs will die in a car in the summertime. Thankfully, yep. this is New Zealand in the nighttime, not like <laughs> Arizona in the daytime. But she's mm-hmm. so boy wants to know why Rocky's there, and Rocky tells him that he wants to get to know his dad while he's there because he's kind of like him. And boy says he's more like his dad than Rocky is. And boy says uh, him and his dad have the most potential. Rocky asks what that is. And he says, "If you don't know it, you ain't got it. That was make me cool." And you, an egg. Yeah, so an egg, bo- yeah. Yep. Boy climbs in the front seat, puts on his dad's sunglasses, messages with the roach his dad was smoking, and he sees Des- Dynasty uh, in the next car over with a black eye, and a bunch of unsavory characters walk past his car. Now, these guys look like real up. bikers. They're actual, like, black leather with, like, the sleeves ripped off and everything like that. These guys look yeah, like the real ta- deal. Face tattoos and shit. Yeah. 
And yeah. they beat the shit out of Taika Waititi and his buddies. Nope. We what? have a... Nope, there's a dance fight for, like, oh, that's 15 right. seconds. Yeah, this it, is the, I, I think this is the second and last time we see a big dance uh, fantasy in the film. I don't feel like it went on long enough to really be, like, really? something. Yeah, it's, it's well, just kind of a quick Well, there may be a reference of... to uh, the very... Sp- Wait, is that still Billie Jean? Which one was, is uh, the one with the knife fight? No, Billie Jean I... is the one with the light-up sidewalk. Yeah. Oh my god. Is my fight bad? No, no. Bad is bad is just like bad's when things got a little No, bad's not bad's a little effeminate compared to the um I don't remember all the Michael uh, Michael Jackson Jackson music videos. Yeah, I I knew the songs, but I wasn't paying attention. Wait, bad knife fight? No, get the fuck out of here, because bad was also years (laughs) after the idea of Michael Jackson and the knife fight. (laughs) I the thing is, too, I don't think it was actual Michael Jackson. It was two other people. It was Beat It. That's what it was. Mm, oh, uh, cause, yeah, because it's two randos in the knife fight, and Michael Jackson just singing about it. Because the idea yeah. of Michael Jackson, <laughs> even in a dance-off, pretending to be in a knife fight, is still too ridiculous to believe. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. But it's That it's, happens it's a for like 15 for seconds, and then it flashes into the real life where <laughs> yeah, his dad just... and his mates get the shit beat out of him by the, the bikers. <laughs> to the point where... It's completely un- uh, unbelievable when they cut to the next scene that, like, Taika Waititi and his buddies are just kind of like, they got, like, like rashes on their noses and stuff, but they, they should be pretty much half dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because you see them in the car after the fight, and Dad's talking about how great the fight was, they landing some good punches, and his mate says, like what, when he smashed his boot with your nose? Uh, he doesn't know what fight his mates were in, because he... He's all, oh, that was a great fight. He's acting like they won. And uh, he's like, oh, who do you think won that fight? Boy. But Boy doesn't know how to answer because Yeah, this is kind of just a messed up situation. Boy doesn't know what the hell's going on now. He's just like, oh my god. Yeah. That's to- a total fucktard. Yep, and his mates start acting, saying they don't want to be in the gang anymore. Uh, his dad tells him he doesn't need anyone, and they'll be like, they're like, well, then it'll just be you. One person doesn't make up a gay. He's like, oh, it's me. I'm crazy horses. And he's he starts grabbing at the other guys, and he's not keeping his eyes on the roads, and oopsie, oh no, he hit oh, a goat. No. Yeah, specifically oh, no. Leaf, the goat's, yep. boy's own personal goat. Which, I yep. did think this was going to be... I thought the reveal here was going to be that the goat would explode in a shower of chewed-up dollar bills. <laughs> I thought this yeah. was going to be how what Taika Waititi finds out that the goat ate his money, but no, it's, 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 it's sadder than that. Which yep. is a little bit... Boy gets out like, of the car, Yeah, and his dad gets out too, and is like, Get back in that car! It's just a stupid dog! Yeah, after a very mm. cursory look around, they don't can't find the goat, and it's dark, and so, yeah, he makes everyone get back in the Oh, uh, they don't even really around. look around. He's just... Yeah, he knows it's he just... He knows, he, knows yeah. he hit his son's goat, and he doesn't want him to see, so he's telling him to get back in the car, and I'll take you into the city to see Michael Jackson live. And boy's like, yeah, just a stupid dog. And he gets yeah. back in the car while the Charlie Brown music this is, plays. Yeah, th- this is Taika Waititi pulling out the last card he really has is, is the Michael Jackson yeah. show thing. Yeah. Yep. But then later at night, Boy and Rocky come back with flashlights to the scene of the crime and find the goat. And I thought it was a dying, but it's supposed to be dead because it it's a goat. So it it's breathing. 
but it's hard to make an animal I hold its breath for I thought maybe it just died off screen, because you see that it's obviously still breathing. Yeah. But then they're dragging its corpse, and I thought the I thought that it's a well. I think it's even sadder if it's still alive, and they could have maybe saved it. Well, pr- no, I mean they're yeah. not like fucking. That's what I thought too, like but I I think it's supposed to be. It's entirely possible already. that it, you were supposed to think it was. Dead. Although that's a pretty terrible camera angle because it's like focused like right on its chest and mouth, where you can very easily see that it's still breathing when the yeah. kids find the goat. But like, yeah, then the cuts to a shot. They're dragging the the the, the goat body in a blanket back to the yeah. house. I guess. Yep. And they buried it in its pan. Yeah. And <laughs> a huge amount and... of dirt. The fucking boy's getting a really good practice out of fucking digging sh- <laughs> digging and burying shit this, this summer. Yeah. So he goes and sits outside the graveyard, drinking beer and smoking the roach that from one of his dad's blunts. Yeah. And this is how heroes are born. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny, because this is the first time he's kind of done that without too much affectation. It seems like he's actually kind of legitimately sad. Maybe this is the first moment in the movie he's actually kind of legitimately grown up a little bit. Because, like, it seems like he might actually need the beer in the pot a little bit. It's not just, like, he's not doing it. To me, at least, it doesn't seem like he's doing it just to ape his dad. But as much as, like, he's actually taking comfort in that stuff a little bit. But who knows? But, yeah. Because things have obviously permanently changed between he and his dad. Yeah, and his dad's, uh, the other gang members are packing up and getting ready to leave the car. And his dad confronts them and gets in their faces, but one of them hits him with a two-by-four and knocks him over. Yeah, despite the fact that fucking Taika Waititi's wearing his goddamn uh, Shogun army helmet, helmet, he still gets, like, knocked out by the uh, Mm four-by-four. Two-by-four. Four-by-four would fuck him up pretty pretty good. Oh, yeah. Because four-by-four, that's... Okay, that's a good point, actually. Because that's four inches by four feet, right? No, it's four inches by four inches. Oh. Oh! I thought it was not measured the, the other the, way. No, it's not the length. It's the How the much would thickness. a pound of <laughs> wood uh-huh. by two ounces? And... Anyway, but yeah. So this makes Dad very upset, and he starts destroying the house, ripping it yeah, apart. Yeah, it just goes in and starts... Like, it looks like he's... It looks like he's looking for jewelry at first, but then he starts. Yeah, because I think he's just looking for anything he can, he can sell. But then, yeah, he like he goes into what seems to be the remnants of his deceased wife's dresser, starts tearing things out, looking for jewelry. But then he just yeah starts punching the walls and loses his shit. Yeah, yeah, it kind of has his final breakdown. Yeah, boy sitting on a a big bridge, and watches a bunch of white people whiz by him on bikes. Yeah, it is kind of a commercial tourism moment of New Zealand of, yeah, all these white people on the bikes whizzing by, very ethereal, and this poor Maori kid's just sitting on a bridge totally fucked up, and, like, yeah, he leans Mm -hmm. backwards so he can look at the sky upside down. Yep, and he has memories of his mother, as well as his brother being born, and that's when he, he realizes that his father wasn't in those memories he was all he was conflating his memories and having the wrong memories his father wasn't there when his mother died yeah she he wasn't there when he was sitting in a tree with his mother he wasn't there at all so he leans too far back and falls off the bridge which does suggest that like man so did he ever really even know his dad is all or was this like everything he's thought about his dad was completely made up not even exaggeration but like maybe like yeah. he got some stories from his grandmother or something like that but shit Mm-hmm. It's a fucking mess, yeah. 
So boy wakes up all wet at dusk. He has a vision of his mother sitting on a, on a log. But it's not his mother. It's the weird fat dude. He threw rocks at earlier in the movie. He saved him, I guess. From yeah, the that's the insinuation. Yeah. Which is that it ultimately ends up being the, uh, the fat dude's like real contribution to the plot. It's just the yep, insinuation that he again. saved boy, yeah. Yep. So his cousin yells from the bridge, he'd better come home. So back at home, it's nighttime now, and dad's sitting in the garage on his throne, and Rocky walks Feeling in sorry to for see himself. him. With, this is the best part of the movie here. Mm, he sees him with, and he walks in with roller skates, holding a sparkler. He touches his <laughs> dad's forehead as the sparkler burns out, and he says, Sorry for what I did to mum. I had to listen to that a couple times because I couldn't understand what well, the Well, yeah, fuck he yeah, said. it's uh, like unprofessional kids just mumbling through their lines, but yeah. In a Sorry different, in an action we're not used to. to. Mom. Yeah. Yep. So then Boy comes in and tells his dad not to touch Rocky. And then he dumps the eaten money out at his dad's feet and he's like, There's your treasure, my goat ate it. Dad starts to get upset, but Boy slaps him in the face. Slaps him a couple fucking times. rocks him hard too. He's not fucking around. I do yeah. love because the image of Rocky like slowly ice skating with the sprinkler, mm-hmm. with the sparkler, into the garage is such like an ethereally twee moment that I love. It jumps <laughs> from that to then boy showing up and just like knocking the shit out of his dad as much as he can in that situation. I thought that was a kind of yeah. nice contrast there. Kind of defies yeah. expectation because you think it's going to be some kind of teary eyed thing, but no, it's just him just telling his dad what's what finally, which is really nice. Yeah. Boy yells at him that he wasn't there. He wasn't there when he was born. Where was he? Why wasn't he there? Yeah. Just telling him that he wasn't there. And then dad grabs him. They start to calm down. And boy tells him, I thought I was like you, but I'm not. I don't have any potential. Which I thought that was a great line, because he doesn't even know what he's saying. (laughs) Yeah. But that's a great thing. Because it is, it still works as a burn against his dad, even though it's self- This kind of leads into the, like, self-deprecating thing I was talking about earlier, but that's kind of like Taika Waititi's whole thing. But, like, it's accidentally self-deprecating, but still an effective burn, which I thought was kind of- actually kind of clever a little bit, but- At least it's cute. Yeah. He walks away with Rocky- and dad is dejected and say, oh, a boo hoo hoo. <laughs> Charlie Bronton, Christmas time mm-hmm. is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next morning, boy wakes up and him and his cousin start cleaning up the house. Yeah. Day 42 of this long day. weekend. Mm-hmm. Boy goes to the garage and sees that his dad left his crazy horse's patch from the vest on the floor. And he also put eyes on the wood carving boy had been working on. I yeah, guess like little now. weird jewel. You- yeah. Are they jewels? Are they diamonds? They're not. No, they're not. Because jewels. they're silvery they're things. Like, they're right? just okay, like I thought maybe I thought there might be a thing where maybe he did actually find some precious stones and instead of taking them for himself, he actually put them in the statue that was like no. a moment of itself. But I think I'm projecting too much. I think it's he just found yeah. some garbage and just put the eyes in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The car horn honks and grandma's back, and all the kids are happy again. So, Boy tells Rocky that their dad has gone to Japan to train to be a samurai. I don't know why he's still lying to try to cover for him. Yeah, okay. especially because Rocky was the one to see through the shit first. Like, it's not like he has to worry about com- comforting Rocky. Rocky, if, an- if anything, these were all lies that Boy was creating for himself. I don't know. It's it's a little bit... This 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 final ending is kind of jumbled for me in terms of, like, what the hell we're supposed to be feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, they go and see Boy's friends. He asks them what they're doing. And they're self-employed now. 
We make mud. What you do with the mud? Been chucking them at those cows. And you see a cow, which is a bunch of fucking mud balls mud. on the side You're of just it. Just like, okay, what the fuck? Yeah. Man, I I never threw mud at cows, but I can see the cows just standing there as you threw mud at them. I can see like, that being pretty goddamn fun. If you're bored and you're a kid and you got nothing else to do but a bunch of mud and a bunch of cows and the cows don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, why not? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Cows don't give a fuck about very much. Cows are just going, uh, whatever. Now, I think at least I feel a little bit cooler with this cool mud on my haunches, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least the flies won't be landing there. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh. So, boy gives Dynasty, uh, he sees her and gives her a sparkler, and that shit's awesome in the daylight, and he is forgiven, forgotten. Hurrah, hooray. He will make so, many bo- babies with her someday. Mmm. Boy and Rocky go to visit their mother's grave, and they find their dad sitting there. They sit on the other side of the grave. A long silence follows. Rocky breaks it and asks, How is Japan? And the movie ends. Ba 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 da. Egg actually then cuts back, and then, then Boy stands up and he's like, I'm going to use all my new mu- hole digging muscles to dig a grave. And then he digs a grave, and he just beats Taika Waititi in the head with a shovel, and they push him into the grave right next to his dead mom, and they bury him. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the super, that's the mid credit sequence, uh, like, like post credit okay. sequence. Like you have to, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you left the theater too soon, you would miss that. Yep. But the real post-credit sequence is everybody dancing <laughs> to the thriller dance to yeah native New well, Zealand music. This uh, this actually is the secret best part of the movie. This is yeah when they're doing a thriller haka at the very end, the, the Maori like uh, tribal warrior dance, but mixed with thriller. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fucking cute as balls, especially because a lot of the kids aren't very good <laughs> at this. They dance. sure aren't. But Boy is actually really good with putting on a great, like, Maori war face, because he's sticking out his tongue and doing the whole, like, handshaky haka thing, and it's yeah. just it, the, the, the the cultural mix of Michael Jackson with Maori war dance is, it's pretty fucking great. I really did love and, that. Like, Chardonnay does some fireball twirling, but yeah, without the she fire, gets in the front like, maybe bit they couldn't... And- yeah. Maybe they haven't learned how to do the actual fire yet? <laughs> I guess not. That's later. I guess yeah. I guess you don't get top professional haka until you're in high school, but but it's yeah. cute. It's 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 their way of synthesizing the two different cultures and the two different attitudes into one blah 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 blah. And that yeah, that that was essentially that could have been the whole movie trailer right there. It was just these guys dancing to deny the well the funny cause they're not even dancing to the thriller because they couldn't afford thriller to put so like it's they're dancing to thriller to like whatever music they could find. Like it's it's yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. But that's the true end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, they, but that they, was they boy. Cuts the hand drawn Crayola credits and yep. ukulele music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Wasn't that I didn't, <laughs> didn't need to give dread it breast the way cancer, I was. But yeah, no. But it's, it wasn't. Yeah, I can admit it's it's a fine movie and it's it. Probably great to people who like this type of movie, but it's not my type of movie. At least you weren't. At le- this wasn't. This didn't seem to be like uh, an in the mood for love kind of catastrophe for you. No, like it's yeah. it's it's like horseradish. I can stomach horseradish when it's in something, but I I don't yeah, like horseradish normally. Yeah. Which I, I thought it was. I, yeah. I was a little bummed this movie was as twee as it was. Uh, his other movies, especially this. The movie he made right before Thor, Hunt of the Wilder People, actually shares a lot of DNA with this, because that's also about a young Maori boy who 
has a fucked up life and kind of like has this whole weird kind of like fantasy world built up in his head about what his life is like and stuff like that. But that's a little more fucked up and tragic. And it's not quite mm. so. Nah, this movie was made seven years ago, so I th- I think it's before the bloom kind of fell off the rose of the whole kind of cutesy indie movie kind of thing. Before that thing became such quite a stereotype. But it's movies like this that kind of help that stereotype become such a well-known thing. And so it's it's a fine movie, especially when you consider it it's it's it's, it's age. And yeah, but it's it's but it's still the Taika Waititi is a really funny guy, and this shows off a lot of his comic chops. And so it is a legitimately entertaining movie, and has some great funny bits in it. But yeah, I'm it's, glad I got to see it. It's a nice the best New Zealand cleanser. movie we've watched so far. Yeah, I mean it's no Star Trek Troopers. Star Trek. It's Troopers. no Meet the Feebles. No. Oh God, talking about yeah. Of all the movies we've seen made in New Zealand, <laughs> this is by far the best. <laughs> yep. Oh, I forgot we didn't meet the Feebles. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We'll have to do the Frighteners. I've never seen all of the Frighteners. Neither. I, I was astoundedly it, I bored by the little bit I did see, but. Mm. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. Man, we but... got any trivia about Boy? Boy. It was shot on film. Oh. It was made in New Zealand. Oh. But but yeah, the only thing I could really pull up was just uh, in the wake of uh, Thor Ragnarok coming out, somebody had asked uh, Taika Waititi why his brand of humor was a good mix for Thor, and uh, uh, Taika Waititi said, "In contemporary Maori culture, there are few burns that scald quite so deep as being called a quote unquote cool guy, as in, hey, you're such a cool guy, you're a cool guy, aren't you?" There is no sin so cardinal as attempting to claim power or status that does not rightly belong to you. Very broadly, mm. it's seen as a mis- misappropriation of mana. Which I thought was kind of interesting because and then he said, well, that really fits Thor because Thor is supposed to be this big overblown Shakespearean hero who... I guess in the f- I never saw the other first two Thor movies, but I guess the whole first movie was about how Thor is kind of like this petulant kid who's about to ascend to the throne, but he doesn't value the throne enough, so like... I guess uh, Odin kicks him out of uh, Asgard, and that's why he ends up on Earth and stuff like that. And mm. like he, like Tagwati was like, "Oh, that's great for a superhero because that's you know superheroes are really funny when you, when you deflate them and make them kind of deal with real issues and stuff like that, and and uh, kind of bring them down to Earth a little bit, especially uh, a hero as pompous as Thor, and that really paid off really well in Thor Ragnarok because Thor Ragnarok's a fucking hilarious ass fucking movie. Imagine this it's movie. It's a hilarious ass movie. Hilarious. <laughs> well, ha- hilarious. When you got a movie that's been made by a guy with a hairy butt, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Taika Waititi's pretty cool dude and a voice. I'm very kind of. <laughs> Didn't he just say that's like the worst insult? <laughs> For real, though, I'm saying I'm taking the quote unquote off. He is a cool guy. He is not mm, mis- okay. whatever mana he has. He has earned. Um, oh, okay. He has not mis- He has not stolen the thunder of the gods. He Taika Waititi deserves whatever su- 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 success he has coming towards him. Unless, of course, he ends up turning out to be a milkshake duck, and like everyone else, he turns out to be a sexual predator. <laughs> Uh, by what that's yeah. point, I'll have to come back and edit this episode so I can damn him to hell for touching yeah. butts. But touching butts. Taika Waititi, don't break my heart. Don't not, don't turn out to be a butt toucher. <laughs> Just keep don't on making t- good movies. Don't touch the butts. So yeah, that is uh that is boy. Mm-hmm. That's filled with boys. It was fine. Yep, Even the title of the movie is so in kind of indescript. It's 
boy. It's, yeah. yeah. I guess there was a thing where, like, the original title of the film was going to be called Choice. And he said, he hmm. like, for whatever reason it was called Choice, he didn't think that would make sense to overseas markets. And so for a while it was going to be called Volcano. And there was all this stuff they sh had shot for the film where they were comparing, like, being a teenage boy to being a volcano about, are you just going to slowly let your magma, your power out, or are you going to explode? And he realized that didn't make any sense. Like, there was a metaphor there he was trying to draw with, with the main character that just didn't work out, so he cut all that stuff out, and it just got turned into, it's boy. So, hmm. that's, I cannot stop saying, boy. Boy. What are you talking about next time? Uh, next time, i kind of been putting it off because it's one of those movies that if I don't like it, I'm going to feel bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God, but, what are you doing? Well, I, we're going to watch Raisin Arizona. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, my, oh, man. I... But you don't want to oversell it. <laughs> Seriously, because that movie is so stupid. Mm. That movie is so profoundly, profoundly fucking stupid mm -hmm. that I don't know. Because yeah, if if I had seen that movie as a kid for the first time after someone telling me about how amazing it was, and I saw it to be like, are you, are you, how much, how much of an eighth of an ounce of weed did you smoke? Not that it's bad <laughs> or anything like that, but it is. Yeah, I, it's it's yeah. It, I think it's a great yeah. movie. It's, it may be my all-time favorite comedy of all time when I really think that's, about it. That's the only reason I'm doing it, because you like it, and it's an hour and a half. <laughs> and yeah, and it's pretty short. Actually, this, there's some bits of that movie I'm kind of curious to see how, and that scene ends. <laughs> kind of Because uh, there's, there's, some, there's some real and that scene's over kind of shit going on in that movie. Yeah, because um, it's, it, it's almost been a year since I did a movie solely for you, because the last yeah. time was Little Women. Oh yeah, it's a good year. point. Yeah, you have to cash in your chips right. with me sometime soon. You have to be like, hey, Bill, let's do... Oh, that's true. We haven't done one... I haven't yeah, forced I think you Pirates to watch of Penzance may have been the last before one. that. Yeah. What's that? Well, I'm thinking maybe Pirates of Penzance. Was that my no, choice? No, that wasn't was that yours? for me. That was not for me. That was... But you picked it. The last yeah. time I made you watch a movie was uh, Babes in Toyland. Oh, that's like... <laughs> was it like our third episode? No, that was That was like that Christmas. first Christmas, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I can't believe we've been talking this long. We have to figure out which year, which which year of the podcast we're talking about. Oi, Gavot, but that was boy. Next time it's Raising Arizona. And next time, maybe, depending on me, I'll be giving you a chance to strike back. Like, after yeah, Raising maybe. Arizona, we'll have to figure out stuff out. But yeah, we'll Oh, man, Raising stuff. Arizona. Yeah, if nothing else, you'll have a good time. Oh, I was going to draw a comparison between a... Mm -hmm. Oh, there's the, that's also a movie with escaped convicts in there. That's that's the that's the link I was gonna draw between Boy and, and Raising Arizona. There's a slight little bit of connective tissue there thematically, but we'll talk about that. Next oh, okay, week, I'm sure. Yeah. Until then, he's muttering on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tart Podcast on Twitter. Tartpodcast.com. Share us around. Thanks for listening to us. Oh, okay. Thanks for so, trying to foist us on other people. If you have, if you haven't, why haven't you? Yeah, just fill your pockets with uh, with Tardy the Party and throw it at people. Mm -hmm. Like like mud at cows. Spread us around. <laughs> we are nothing if not the cow target. <laughs> where so for you they, to fling mud at. Yeah, where we land on indifferent people and just mm -hmm. dry in the sun. That is our podcast. Yep. yep. Oh, like yeah. cow pies in the sun.
<laughs> not too late to ever change the name of the podcast. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got nothing else. Bill, you got anything else? No, that's it. I'm trying to think about how to do a good Maori, or not Maori, but like just New Zealand accent. I can't think of. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> or... Well, have a good. If you're listening to this today, we upload it or force your force your family to listen to it on Thanksgiving. Don't do that. Don't oh, do that no. because <laughs> I can guarantee your family has not seen the movie Boy and they should wouldn't do, know what was happening. Do, should we do a special Thanksgiving podcast sometime where it's just, just us making eating turkey sounds? <laughs> just like I, plates I, clinking. It's just if you want if, the experience of us being at the dinner table alongside you, just put us on on your on your iPhone. Turn the volume up and just hear us. Mm. We don't even we won't would, even be talking. It's just like mm, this is good well, gravy. It, the first thirty seconds would be you eating it in the microphone. The next ten seconds would be me cocking a gun and blowing my brains out. <laughs> and then the next two hours would be you just eating over my corpse. Yes. <laughs> so that'd be fun for everyone. It'd be like someone's got to be an ASMR from fat white people <laughs> eating turkey. Yeah, but if you're listening to this before Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. If you're listening after Thanksgiving, hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. If you're not from America, oh yeah, I guess this is going live before Thanksgiving. So, oh yep. shit, yeah, okay. Yeah, and there's yeah. not really any Thanksgiving movies to watch, and we also didn't plan it out. Oh so. shit! Wait, so we're recording <laughs> we this on the 13th. This goes up on the 15th. Yeah. Oh no, Raising Arizona is going to be going live right before Turkey Day. Yeah, I can't. There's not really any other Thanksgiving movies that I could swap it to. Okay, because I was going to say, like, if I had next week, I could do uh, Planes, Trades, and Automobiles, but I can do that next year. Uh, we have plenty of years left on the podcast. Uh, yeah, when you think search Thanksgiving themed movies. That's, that's kind of it. So, yeah, it's not like we have to, yeah. Oh, we could watch an old-fashioned Thanksgiving from 2008. That looks awful. Uh, that does that is old enough for us to do that. That does clear the. Oh, five we could year. watch. We could watch Dutch. Apparently, that's a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> I guess. I guess there would be a, like a small cottage industry of like travel comedies where someone's trying to get back home for Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. Hmm. Polly Shore's son-in-law is apparently a Thanksgiving. Yeah. Movie. I guess when you want to be more. Uh, appeal to a larger market than just Christians going home for the holiday for Christmas, that's when you decide to make, well, everyone celebrates Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't want to just limit yourself to that Christmas crowd, but... Yeah, yeah the, the, the choices on Thanksgiving movies is dire to say the least. We'll figure that out maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next uh, year. I'm just glad whenever we can survive a decent Halloween the October spooky mm-hmm. month. Oh, okay. So, yeah. We'll see you the day before Thanksgiving, I guess, next week. So, try to survive, everybody. It is a great family climate. Yay! Yeah, we'll make sure to cook up a special episode next week for you to listen to when you're standing in line on Black Friday. Just just re- imagine your family doing the thriller dance. <laughs> Making hawker faces. Let's stick your tongues out. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, actually, until- I'm sure most people listening to their, this are probably as disappointed in their father as his boy was. So this is <laughs> this is the thematically yeah. appropriate. Hey, I, we hey, at least we liked our dads. So at least we're it's not true. being all like, my dad was even worse than this dad. This dad, my this dad was a total saint compared to my butthole dad. At least we're like, oh, my dad was okay, whatever. But yeah. 
Yeah. My we dad would be salty cool. about this shit, but... Okay, 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 Kept okay. me from caring about sports. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yep, still next time. Keep filling your holes with pop culture. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next time. Sounded like the hypnotoad there for a second. Excellent. Burp. Oh, okay. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. I love you. Goodbye. Burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs>